0: Three, two one. The podcast you are about to listen to is an account of the tragedy which befell a group of three 20 something year olds and a 30 two 20 something year olds and a 30 year old. Uh, in particular, <laughs> Ralph Seppi and his invalid brother Alex. It is all the more tragic that they were young, but had they lived very long lives, they could not have expected nor would they have wished to see as much of the mad and macabre as they were to see that day. <laughs> By the way, the word macabre is just absolutely good. ruined for me. I'll explain in a second. Uh, this is Adam from Every Sucks. That was a quote from uh, B-Movie. Uh, this is Sardonic, yes. the
1: Recommendation. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. Uh, Ralph, movie maker. Hi.
2: I'm Alex from, from Invalid Everything <laughs> Productions. <laughs> I do love that opening crawl, though. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It it They it all have opening crawls. Really well.
1: Yeah. Um, What's wrong with macabre? Well,
0: macabre. so I, I don't. Macabre. It's it's such an uncommon word, <laughs> you know. Like it's it's not used that much in day to day conversation at all. You you barely ever hear it, right? It's oh, only yeah. in certain contexts. Yeah. True. And you know that that meme. So people have taken like really bad acting from like porn movies and just posted it on YouTube, just not including the porn scenes, just the acting scene. <laughs> and there's this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh that spawned a meme it's a gay porn and it's like oh shit I'm sorry sorry for what my dad taught us not to be ashamed of our dicks right and that's just like a huge <laughs> meme it's a bunch of twitch streamers sample it and shit and there, yeah, there's a s- smaller uh, lesser known section of the film where one of the actors says I can't believe this story you're telling me it's macabre and just the way he says it is so funny that every time I hear that word now I'm like ah oh, fuck it's ruined I can't hear. It. I can't
2: ruined, hear that uh, word anymore. A nice word. It, it, I like macabre. It's a cool word. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's, it's a good word. It's
2: specific enough to be easily ruined, though. I, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I need to read more literature or something. I think that's where I'm going to find it. <laughs> yeah. People don't just say that word out loud a lot. Um, speaking of things being ruined, what's the fuck's going on with the Mario movie? <laughs> what's happening there? I have no also idea about amazing this. casting.
1: Yeah. That's what. Mm-hmm. Is it better than the old one, with uh, John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins? <laughs> that's right. a classic
0: that I haven't yeah, seen. So I'm not talking gonna
2: about.
1: On it. That movie is terrible, but this new one. Who who's the cast now? What they get
2: do, do you want me to list these off? Yes, please. Here, right now, have mm-hmm. got the list here. Let's start with the big one. Uh, Chris Pratt as Mario himself. What? How, how do we feel about this?
3: I know. <laughs>
0: I saw Donkey's reaction too it. was so funny. Uh, just what the fuck? Yeah. I
2: it's the it's the one that stands out the most to me is like how are they gonna do that? What voice is he gonna do? Is he gonna do like a an Italian accent? Like He's just child? gonna do his
0: own voice. He's just gonna he's just gonna do his own it's gonna be the Lego movie. I don't know.
2: Like So he's gonna be Emmett from the Lego movie. No, he's
0: not even gonna fucking do that. He's not even gonna fucking do that. It's I a really me. doubt it.
2: Mario.
3: They're just gonna <laughs> take the Mario
0: so. skins, like the skins of the characters, and then just have these like regular actors playing themselves sort of thing. That's like that's what I'm expecting. Yeah because sure. honestly what's his name Charles Martinet as much as he is the mm-hmm. voice of the character I don't know if I could fucking handle an entire Mario movie with like a bunch of dialogue it's a me like the entire fucking who can, who I don't can think fucking I fucking handle,
2: handle that, a right? Mario movie full stop I think it's
0: just in a in a video game idea. it's different yeah. yeah.
1: they're all like cartoon characters
0: well I mean they're like sound effects to like jumping he's not really having a lot of conversation most of it's text yeah. right yeah. whenever you have a cutscene in yeah. those games
2: Blink. Yeah. yeah, well, sure. I half expected them to kind of invent their own character just for the movie, or something like that, or have like a kid is sucked into the game type thing. Um, oh no, but I guess that—that <laughs> would be better. The, uh... That actually
1: sounds much better than what they're coming up with, probably. Yeah, <laughs> like gets a to meet Mario. Mario. Um, yeah,
2: as Peach, it's Anya Taylor Joy, sort of a trending actor right now. <laughs>
0: Like, yeah i don't see she's she's not so typecast yet that i'm just gonna be like oh that's impossible sort of thing like even if she was trying to yeah. replicate the original peach i can imagine like oh if she does a different voice then sure like that could if they were trying to recapture well, that. Yeah,
2: reading like anyone's name after the chris pratt one just seems like nothing in comparison but charlie day is luigi how do you feel about that <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's funny Day. <laughs> yeah. like, for some oh, reason Ralphie i can know. see that working more than everyone <laughs> no else. that's funny how oh, did
2: you not know that what
1: the fuck no i didn't know any of these i think i heard i think i heard about chris pratt maybe uh, like being really honest yeah, yeah. i'm like, glad a, we got a genuine too, but, reaction but like the rest here. of them no. though that, that's so bad <laughs>
2: <laughs> did you see none of the pictures of like danny devito edited to be yeah, like yeah, mario <laughs> like from always Time, a bunch yeah. of fresh memes that genuinely memes. would be better yeah <laughs>
1: They could have done something like the Sonic movie, Bowser.
2: Bowser's a weird one. We got Jap Black. Jack okay. Black's voice in Bowser this time.
1: Yeah, it's just be a voice, right? Yeah, they should all be animated. They should use like the models from the games. That's what I think. And then kind of go with your idea, Alex. Like they either come out of the game or a kid goes in. Like, I think that's
2: bad. Well, th- this makes me think that it's just going to be set in the game, just straight up all in universe, like weird. Yeah. What, was, what was the Mario game that actually had voice acting the one time they tried it and then quickly abandoned oh, it? I have Super Mario no Sunshine. Oh, really? Yeah, like it had really weird cutscenes with like Bowser had a voice and uh, Bowser Jr. and they talked to each oh, that's other great. and it was all very strange. Yeah, exactly. So I'm kind of hyped to see how they're going to pull off. But Jack Black as Bowser. Poe from Kung Fu Panda is going to be Bowser. Yeah. Okay. Um,. <coughs> Keegan Michael Key is Toad.
3: <laughs> 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 All right, okay. <laughs>
2: Missed the chance to have like like Illumination is already familiar with Kevin Hart with that bunny character. He's got yeah. a shrill mm-hmm. like Toad. <laughs> I
0: just yeah. I mean like if we're if. If the goal is to recapture how they sound in the games, just get the games voice actors. But you can't do that cuz then your movie doesn't get greenlit. So clearly they have mm-hmm. to just change what the goal is.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird they like Toad gets a whole yeah. thing, but Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. That's funny. <coughs> <It was> really? <laughs> yeah, Pumba. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, the, yeah, the last three are Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong, Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek, who's that wizard? I, I think mm-hmm. wizard oh, thing okay. from Mario. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, um, and Sebastian Maniscalco as Spike.
1: Oh, Ms. Sebastian Maniscalco, he's like a Italian comedian. He's big, like in New York. Oh, yeah. I'm for just reality. trying to
2: think who Spike yeah. is in Mario.
1: Well, Spike Lee I is playing remember. Waluigi. Oh, really? No.
3: <laughs> some, yeah, some good memes have come out of this.
0: Yeah. I like Fred Armiston. He's a little underrated, I think.
2: Yeah. Can you see him as Cranky Kong? Does that make you hype? Sure.
0: Uh, I, I mean, my only interpretation of Cranky Kong is from the Donkey Kong animated series, which is like nightmare fuel animation standards for today, you know? I don't. I, I barely <laughs> remember. I, I feel like he could pull it off even if he was trying to do that, probably, you know?
2: I hope it's like that Nightmare Fuel show. That, that that was awesome. I love watching clips of that.
0: Yeah, that's a fun... There's a VR chat world where it's literally just... <laughs> they keep, they play episodes of that and the entire room is like Donkey Kong themed. <laughs> really that's
2: so wrong. I know. Oh my god.
0: It's just so creepy. Yeah, so I, I guess uh, what most people are not talking about... Most people are just looking at the cast being like, what the fuck? Obviously. Not a lot of people are... Familiar with the fact that it's just illumination and what baggage that comes with it, right? So that's a whole oh, different yeah. can of worms, and it kind of explains the casting decisions. To be honest, it's like what were people expecting? Yeah, definitely. It's not
2: surprising. They're just going for it's... popular, people.
1: yeah,
3: yeah, just whoever's yeah. Like, the biggest name.
2: Like yeah, Chris Pratt is big; he'll be Mario F it. Um I go wow. to whoever's writing it as well, um, and we got Matthew Fogel who wrote. The Lego Movie Two. Oh God! And Minions: mm. The Rise of Gru. Mm. Oh, and Big Mama's wow. like father, like son. So we're in good big hands. Big <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's like yeah. Uh oh,
2: that's the weird part because then also Shigeru Miyamoto is credited for the characters, but it's like, really? did were Nintendo not going to like put their foot down here and be like, just at least get someone a bit more creative on board exactly to, to write the screenplay?
0: People, but. people don't know how to interpret those sorts of credits. Like when they credit that as a writing credit and put in parentheses characters, that just means they created the characters, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless they're credited as mm-hmm. screenplay, they didn't have anything to do with the screenplay. It's just they're using pre-existing characters from that person. So
2: Yeah, I just figured that, because all the stories over the years, um, like when this was announced, they, they tried to make out that yeah, Nintendo were going to be take this seriously like, and <laughs> really apply themselves more so to protect the brand. So I'm curious how that will play out. If it can hold back the illumination isms we all know and love, but I really have no hope for this at all.
0: Mm. The only thing Nintendo is gonna do is like maybe say like that joke's too edgy or something. Like I don't know if there's yeah, a lot far, of integrity going into this project. I think they might just be like no yeah. sex <laughs> jokes. <laughs> I don't know. We got to keep Mario pure.
2: Yeah, we'll see what their priorities are from that first trailer. Even though the casting oh, kind of is already. No, I'm just saying we'll, we'll, oh, we'll see exactly what they're going for from from that trailer when it drops and yeah. explodes uh, the internet because it's going to be huge.
0: You think the title will uh shrink the amount of words they have right now the full title is Super Mario Bros. the Movie. Do you think they'll just call it The that Mario bad. Movie because that that's really easy. Just The Mario Movie, why not?
2: Yeah, the the like algorithm monitors will figure it out for them. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. We, well, yeah, I saw a comment saying, "Hey, don't the Sonic movie turned out awesome, guys? Like, just <laughs> chill. We're in good hands here. Don't judge yeah. it before it's out.
0: It would have turned out worse if people didn't judge it before it was out. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> wasn't that yeah, the whole lesson? That wasn't that the takeaway? <laughs> Is the opposite?
1: <laughs> I just hope it's as good as Free Guy." oh god it's as good as free guy was and i'll be very satisfied
2: i hope they like change all the designs of the mario characters to actually have like creepy like cg faces of, like it's actually just chris pratt like kind of on mario's body or something
0: yeah i don't know at this that point just funny. fucking do the whole thing ironically don't even make it animated just have chris pratt wearing a red shirt or some shit Yeah, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you can be a crazy man who thinks he's mario yeah
2: well just don't make it like it's annoying there's so many mm-hmm. good video games out there and so many good worlds that could be elaborated on or explored in a fun way in a movie. And I, and there could be a good Mario movie, like it could be done, but God, it'd be difficult, I think. Um, if a good Lego like shorts, movie exists, then yeah. Yeah. But that was held up by those writers, you know, like yeah. it needs a good idea, a good backbone, but I don't. I just don't trust this team. Yeah.
0: <laughs> not, not like we would ever expect like a fucking Mario movie to be, be great or anything, <laughs> you know.
1: Could be. Yeah, I'm like, just could, scared what this is going to You would say that about like, the Lego movie or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you tell me the Lego movie, I'd be like, yeah, it sounds like shit, but it actually turned out good. Oh,
0: yeah. So never I even thought based on the trailer, it's... it looked like shit. I was actually it's shocked it, when shit. people were telling me to go see it and it had like a crazy Metascore and Rotten Tomatoes. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And I went to the theater by myself and I was like, you know what? This was actually really great. That was like one of yeah. the biggest disconnects I've had from like expectations versus, uh, like,
1: watching the film. That's cool. Mm-hmm, for sure. And, like, it got high reviews, and it actually deserved it. Like, It's <laughs> like some movies that come out now. Like, Free Guy. Free Guy's one of them. Got high reviews, and it's really not that good. But, you know. Yeah.
0: Whatever. Anyway, there's some other movie news. It's fucking our boy, Dennis Villeneuve, or Denis Villeneuve, if you want to <laughs> be pretentious yeah. about it. Is it correct? He said some stuff. He was asked about Marvel movies, and now it's at the point where there's so there's been so many times where this has happened. What was it? The last one was Martin Scorsese, and then there's Scorsese. probably a few other ones. Mm-hmm. There's been so many times that this has happened that now people are actually just turning on the interviewers for asking these questions. <laughs> a lot of people are like, can you just stop yeah. asking directors about Marvel movies? Because, like, honestly, what do you expect them to say, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said uh, some Marvel movies are cut and paste of the other ones. Let's see. Perhaps the problem is that we are in front of too many Marvel movies that are nothing more than a cu- cut and paste of others, he said. Perhaps these types yeah. of movies have turned us into zombies a bit. But big and, ex- and expensive movies of great value, there are many today. I don't feel capable of being pessimistic at all. So that was his quote, and a lot of people are angry. What do you guys think?
2: So that's what got everyone mad. When you read it like that, it just sounds like nothing. Like it. Who is surprised? Denise Villeneuve. Yes. Feels this way about Marvel movies, like oh my god, like really, the guy who, who directed like Enemy, <laughs> yeah, Vincent that's the guy D. who loves Marvel.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, even his big budget stuff is better than like Marvel. Movies. Yeah,
0: even Prisoners,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. like Blade is, Runner. Prisoners yeah. is like a by the books
0: sort of movie, you know. But it's, I don't know, it's yeah, it's really accessible really well it's and it's super, super great thought- cinematography. Yeah,
1: yeah, Blade Runner too. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, it's just kind of funny because like when people are surprised that a director like Denis Villeneuve says this, it's, it's like it almost kind of speaks to like uh, just, I guess, a broader misunderstanding of what types of directors these are. Like, I don't know how Mm -hmm. anybody would be surprised by that. In the same way that, like, Martin Scorsese, like, yeah, what do you expect him to say about Marvel movies? (laughs) Like, for Martin Scorsese.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he directed Taxi Driver, (laughs) Raging Bull. Yeah. Like,
0: whether whether or not you think. Raging Bull, and then watch, like, I don't know, Black (laughs) Widow.
3: (laughs) Like,
0: (laughs) whether or not you think Marvel movies are better than what those directors make, you have to at least understand that there is a difference between them, right? You have to. Clear difference. At least recognize that they are different things. So to expect them to be totally into the movies that they act. Go out of their way not to mm-hmm. make is kind of weird, <laughs> you know yeah. Otherwise, they'd just be making those movies. I'm sure they would get a great paycheck out of it, you know
3: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Marvel goes for like a very broad mm-hmm. audience and they're not they're not really Denny Villeneuve's not interested in that as much He just wants to make something great and like have a vision of wow. something, you know You see an artist's vision carried out on screen. That's there's a clear difference.
0: He's definitely looking for an audience for Dune I know that much. Yeah yeah. They're supposed and I to be think a it sequel, extends right, outside so. Marvel
1: movies. I think Free Guy is one of those kind of movies mm-hmm. too. It's just like a cut and paste. Or like any Hollywood yeah. movie you see nowadays. A lot of them. Especially Disney ones. Or any other fucking company they own. You know yeah. 20th Century Fox or whatever. <laughs> yeah.
0: Here's my question though. Is like there are Marvel fans. I don't understand why they would get upset at someone saying that some of the Marvel films are similar to each other. When like if they weren't then why would you watch them, right? Like, you, you're a Marvel yeah, fan because point. you like seeing <laughs> that type of thing, right? Like, you're you're a fan of that type of movie. If the movies were so mm-hmm. radically different from each other, then you probably wouldn't be a fan of them, right? Like, that's sure. that's my thought process, I guess. They're I
1: very know. consistent. And, yeah, they're very episodic where everyone's... All, it's kind of the same, but kind of different. Yeah.
0: Like, not every sure. single Marvel movie is the exact same, but there are some that are like yeah. kind of similar. They have right? a
1: formula, and they stick to it, yeah. But, you know, it's better than not knowing what you're going to see. And it sucks, (laughs) which is what, you know, people have the experience of. People don't want to see a shitty movie. They want to see something that they're going to enjoy. And if it has Marvel on it, they at least know that it's that formula. Very true. And like, yeah, it's safe. Yeah. And then movies like Dune and Blade Runner aren't safe. You don't know what you're (laughs) going to get. So that's why people steer away from it. And even those,
0: I mean, like, there's a bit more certainty because A, big name director. B previously existing intellectual property right but i think i think the mm-hmm. kind of uh sad reality is that the majority of people don't know how to discover things that they like and so that's why that marvel badge that seal of approval becomes like very comforting to people and not to say you know if you like marvel that's totally fine mm-hmm. that's good like nothing wrong with that but i do think that people would be a bit better off if they were able to navigate films and filmmakers in a way where they could be like, oh here are these different factors and this might mean that I might enjoy this or that I might not enjoy it, you know, just even knowing who directed it is something that most people don't really know when they go in to see a movie, it's mostly just actors, that's why they're on the poster Hugh Jackman's in it, I'm gonna see this that doesn't mean anything about the film's Mm -hmm. quality it really doesn't, Mm -hmm. so that's why people see a movie and then they go like, ah that was shit and then they feel safer knowing Mm -hmm. like, oh it's Marvel Cause they, they might not get burned as badly. (laughs) Yeah.
2: It's just why react so emotionally to it. Like Mm -hmm. it's like, I I enjoy Marvel movies, right. Probably definitely more than Adam. I guess me and Ralph, we've enjoyed like what they have put out somewhat, Um, but it's more of a discussion of, yeah, there's some better ones. There's some weaker ones. It's, you know it's not as simple as that but also at the same time you can break down what this director's saying and be like yeah he he has a point it, he, it's more complicated than just yeah this thing bad this thing good full stop like why mm-hmm. why does it always have to turn into that like apparently like the dune like reviews are being like review bombed by like angry marvel oh, fans yeah? and stuff it's just oh, like that's tar- terrible. Am. why I, this review bombing thing is just so Toxic.
1: You're like, why would you? How is that even relevant to the film? Oh, yeah, it's like, not. It, it's fucking <laughs> yeah. terrible. Like people who don't even—they they probably don't even watch the movie. They don't pay attention. They just like fucking yeah. They have their opinion made up already.
0: Well, I mean, like, what a shocker that people that rate highly the movies that they want to see before they're out would also rate lowly films <laughs> that they're angry that are associated with people that yeah, they're angry sure. about before they're out. You
1: mm-hmm. know. They're like hack critics, yeah. And they give every Marvel movie a nine out of ten or whatever. It's those are yeah, hacks. They're not like they're not masters. Anything that has
0: a fan base basically is like susceptible to this. I feel like I
1: broke it down pretty well. It's very consistent brand that they have. Like every movie Mm -hmm. you go see, at least you're getting a decent movie. Like you're getting a decent experience. And like Hollywood's the same way. Like, you know, the whole studio system there, they just produce ton of bad movies all the fucking time like when you compare it to like marvel like marvel's not produced as many bad movies as hollywood has you know
3: yeah there's less quality i mean there's
1: less volume but still it's that's just the system sometimes you get a bad movie sometimes you get something better but but marvel more often they're just kind of bland but they're not bad like justice league is bad
3: that's why i like the marvel (laughs) formula because it's
1: like at least you get something like okay right usually shit like like green lantern yeah
0: i'm like more interested in uh DC movies because I like seeing things that are like Unexpected even if they're bad,
1: (laughs) you know, but they're also bad (laughs) I don't know they're they're not entertaining. They're very the
0: opposite approach. I bought Aquaman On 4K. (laughs) You know? I don't know why you did that. Because it's epic, Ralph. (laughs) Uh, That's the correct
2: decision. Uh... Is
0: this a good enough segue? Speaking of director Aquaman?
3: Yeah?
2: We good? Hell yes.
0: All right. Speaking of James Wan, director of Aquaman, he also released another movie recently called Malignant. And, um, spoilers because how can you fucking talk about this movie without spoiling the whole thing just i would say i would say before we talk about watch it (laughs) if if i were to give my like uh really quick review of this without spoiling it i would say you have to suffer for through the first two acts of the film but the payoff in the third act is definitely worth it that's my yeah i have not seen this
1: film i hear the third act oh shit i don't mind you guys spoiling it oh you don't mind it's okay Go ahead. No, I don't. Know. Okay. I heard the third act, it becomes like John Wick or something. Basically. We're <laughs> not just spoiling <laughs> that. <Yeah. laughs> that sounds kind of funny. You said there's just, there's a certain spoilers. scene
2: where when it reaches it, it's like <laughs> the prison scene, right? I guess is what you're referencing with the big oh, okay. reveal scene towards know. the end. Um, yeah. It, I, I don't know if I've quite experienced this before where I was, you know, I, I want to I love this movie. I love James Wan, the kind of movies he makes. I love the energy he brings, but. God, uh, some of his choices can be really confusing sometimes. Um, Oh, yeah. And yeah, you're right. For the first like half, well, two thirds, there's some just questionable stuff. And it's like, where is this going? What is the tone? Like this, these music choices are so odd. Very conflicting tones.
3: Yeah. Very conflicting. But then
2: (laughs) during that scene where it kind of reveals what's going on and it does erupt into this crazy, violent, action, horror, (laughs) campy, Bloodbath, it did win me over there and it made it feel like more of a reward because like I, I was noticing during the early scenes a lot of the kind of horror slash action moments are with a sort of ghostly character that I just thought was like some kind of ghoul or goblin or yeah. something that was like... It looked like a human that was acting backwards. And I thought that was just a sort of typical horror movie choice.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh shit. I forgot about that. Yeah. But yeah. But I thought it was cool that that was actually part of the, the story. And it was like, Oh, the, all those scenes earlier then were the main character all along. It's like, you, you've put in the work somewhat for this payoff to be, to be a huge payoff and make it feel worth it. It's mm-hmm. just. I don't know if I want to see it again anytime soon, and if it would make those previous scenes better.
0: I'll see it again eventually.
2: Yeah, that's the thing because I do want to, and there there is something there is something odd and unique about it. Mm-hmm. You can definitely tell he's been working on like huge studio movies, like with the yeah. way he uses like the camera and oh, stuff shit, and yeah. like action scenes yeah. now. It's, yeah. it's quite and... a funny contrast because um, yeah. a couple of months ago, uh, I just had the urge to watch the, the original Saw. Hell yeah, and I was kind of. I was blown away by how reserved it is compared to his style now. Um, so I thought that was <laughs> yeah, like a they're... funny contrast with like this movie. How kind yeah. of the level it's at now. And it it either really works or it really doesn't with him, I mm-hmm. find. Because I think he's actually really good at action.
1: Yeah. He makes it interesting. I feel for like he's sure. really good with visuals. Yeah. Even just The Conjuring, which I've seen from him. That's a really good looking movie. Like, yeah. The cinematography is great in that. I'm not yeah.
0: upset at the action in his movies for the most part depending on the scene cuz there's some like i don't know there's some parts in some of his if you want to go to aquaman like just all done in a computer sort of thing yeah, but there well, are some parts that sure. are really fun um and he's yeah, he's got like a real sure. signature feel to there's like a certain type of scene a certain type of shot where it's like swooping around the character as they're fighting and the mm-hmm. the depth of field is just like so off From the rest of the movie, I think it's just like a wider lens possibly
3: yeah, he, he yeah, likes yeah.
1: I was gonna say he likes those wide lenses. Yeah, in just in a, in a like certain Aquaman context. There's like yeah, there's like
0: that uh, Yeah, I, I, I'm there's like parallels between his movies of like a very distinct Definitely. shot and a very distinct shot together I'm like oh two different movies, but you you know it's like um, Quentin Tarantino's trunk shot almost or Michael Bay's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, go around yeah. the characters 360 degrees sort of thing.
2: Yeah, you can always tell when he's directing.
1: Mm-hmm. Michael Bay has a lot of those, yeah, yeah. telephoto lens, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so to
0: to talk about what the fuck is happening in this movie, so a <laughs> woman is in an abusive relationship and gets uh, shoved into a wall by a guy. That uh, I the only other movie I've seen him in was uh, Stephanie Myers the host in 2013. He was one of the boys that uh, <sighs> Saoirse Ronan had to decide which to kiss <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
0: And pushes her into a wall hits her head and she's like oh and then from that moment on She starts witnessing in a kind of an out-of-body experience These murders happening and she's like no, I like see people as they die And then she, like, contacts the authorities and her friend, and she's like, no, there's a murder over here. And then they go, and they're like, oh, there was a murder over here. You must be psychic. And then it turns out, as we get further into the movie, that as she reveals her past, she finds out that there, she has a essentially a conjoined twin but not conjoined twin because it it's more of a parasite because it lives off of her to survive and it's it's literally Mm. in the goofiest (laughs) fashion it's it's like its face is behind her hair in the back of her head and it's been controlling her backwards to commit these murders but because it's controlling part of her brain it's making her believe that she's witnessing it in a like in an out-of-body omniscient sort of like like, I, I'm actually over here when she's actually the one doing it, but backwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not, like, backwards, like, Tenet, oh, wow. but, like, facing backwards.
2: Yeah. Like the end of her first Harry Potter. And so,
0: we, you get glimpses of the villain earlier in the film, and it's like, oh, just some, like, long-haired, creepy, skinny, like, walks funny sort of thing. But then it's like, oh, yeah, it's just her walking backwards. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, and she's got, like, a weird face in the back of her head. And from the reveal until the end of the film it like it's so satisfying and action packed and just like nonsensical where it's clear from that moment on at least it's very clear what the tone <laughs> is it's goofy fun before that point yeah, it just the tone is it. not very consistent or clear before that point it's just a whole yeah. fucking jumbled mess
2: of conflicting, oh yeah, it's so messy. Attempts at emotions, like, right? What emotion do you want me to feel? <laughs> like, yeah, what, it's fucking How bizarre. should I be interpreting <laughs> yeah. this? Yeah, it's really strange.
0: So you have to suffer through the first two thirds, basically, and then you get a really satisfying mm. payoff.
1: All right,
0: yeah, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it sounds fun. Yeah, but yeah, yeah it I, sounds interesting. Even, even though, even though I've spoiled the twist for you, you can't really spoil the experience because. Me just, yeah. just, me just saying that it's action packed and satisfying. That does not do it justice. Like when you see the last half hour of this movie or whatever, or the last, yeah, yeah, it, it'll it'll be a satisfying watch even if you know what's coming. But yeah, wow. Yeah, I just so fucking. I stupid. wish he was
2: able to get that campiness and the maybe a bit of commentary or something into the earlier scenes. Was it's just like awkward, clunky exposition and like kind of done-to-death procedural like cop stuff you know
0: yeah and so much of it feels oddly rushed in the story despite the movie being like what almost two hours or something what's the length of this movie
2: it's like an hour 40 or so oh an hour 50 yeah yeah it is quite long yeah slightly too long i'd say for for the premise at least for how goofy and silly it is
0: yeah the music is way over the top
2: well, yeah, because it goes from, like, are you trying to scare me, or are you trying to impress me with, like, action chase scenes? Mm-hmm. You're just like, what? For which?
3: What for the moment? intro
0: of the film, and for the first, I don't know, like, I don't think this feeling ever left me, but I got the feeling that it was, like, a fake movie within another movie. Like, the beginning of the movie, I was like, they're going to pan back, and it's going to be what the character's watching on TV, <laughs> you know? Yeah. it's like this yeah, is this is a joke to, right now right that like, to mean something but then it yeah. never never was <laughs> and so it was so weird yeah uh,
3: he, he
2: just comes up with these concepts that are just enough and they're explored just enough to carry it and make it worth it because of that energy he brings but like it would fall apart without him like, oh it, my god it, it's just all about his his goofy take on it just taking that concept to its extreme it's it's funny
0: I'm just reading over some of my notes and just refreshing certain moments. Like cuz the soundtrack <laughs> was all over the place and I have this one one line that I wrote down, wrote down, "Sydney, I'm adopted." And then just like this badass 80s drive style music immediately starts playing like bum bong, <laughs> That's bong, bong, right. bong. And It's just like, what the fuck? It's just it's the just epic it's remixes so confusing of the, that
2: Pixies song from Fight yeah. Club, really odd. But
0: the action's really fun. Um yeah, oh, you really
2: mentioned cool. the um the, uh, was it the amnesia it has both like amnesia and adoption as like part of the, yeah, it's fucking the way stupid. it's structured <laughs> <But> <laughs>
0: so dumb yeah. yeah a lot of fun action
2: it just needed a bit more tongue of cheek to make it feel like you're along laughing with it as opposed to like what what's going on here mm-hmm. yeah. yeah there
0: yeah. needed to be more clear self awareness for what was going on in the whole first two thirds of the movie <laughs> I don't. It's it's so I I don't know if I could replicate something with that film's tone if I tried. It's so bizarre. Like it doesn't make any sense. It feels like a disaster of a film, but at the same time, there are still there are still elements that really work about it. What's funny is like this is this feels like more of a jumbled mess than like Aquaman in terms of tone. And that movie was like all over the place too. Mm -hmm. This is more satisfying for sure. It's a better movie. I would say it's like a whole piece. Mm
2: -hmm. Oh yeah, okay. it's, it's it doesn't have the kind of ironic enjoyment I get out of the just bloat of something like Aquaman. This is actually just more James Wan and his roots, kind of coming up with a fun horror concept and properly exploring it. Well, mm-hmm. half properly exploring mm-hmm. it. I'm I, I'm curious how it would hold up on rewatch because like this is really one of them where that would be illuminating.
0: I think my rewatch might be better.
2: Yeah, I, I yeah, I have a feeling it might be because
0: it, it, on my rewatch, I might be more confident about laughing at slash with the movie i guess i might just not yeah, care as much yeah. knowing what's coming
2: yeah i'll definitely give it another chance um it just yeah just slightly too long for the fast how
0: silly i think also yeah. uh shout out to uh zoe bell cameo in the prison from uh oh yeah cool. yeah death proof
1: yeah, yeah. she works with tarantino yeah and also
0: once upon a time james yeah. one and lee winnell are australian i think so did either yeah. of you see Upgrade? Yeah. I saw Upgrade. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that. had some really good action, unique take on action. Yeah.
0: I feel it, it, it's, I can think of like two movies in the past five years where I'm like, this is a five out of 10 film, but I really like it and I'll see it again. And that's Upgrade and Malignant. <laughs> it's just these two guys. <laughs> mm. Although the tone in Upgrade yeah. is much more consistent, but there's just so much stupid shit. Upgrade, it's more clear what it's going for. Yeah,
2: that's a fun comparison, actually. Yeah. The action in particular, and I see what you mean with that kind of that energy it brings. Uh,
0: what would you give it? I think we're, we've talked about Yeah, this. it's
2: definitely not like a deep movie, I don't think, by any means. It's just kind of what it is it says on the tin. It's a fun concept horror movie directed by James Wan, and that comes with all the good and bad it brings, so... I give it a, a solid three star. Mm-hmm. I really like it. it. Could go up with rewatch, or possibly go down yeah. depending on how boring I find it. with I, That runtime, but I, check I, it out for sure.
0: I wanted so badly to give it a a six out of ten, but I just couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't uh, forget about the first two thirds of the movie. <laughs> I just, you know? Yeah, like, I, just I just love that when you last end last really night. strong. I'm just. I got to be careful not to yeah. forget about mm. the rest of the experience. <laughs> But fun movie.
1: I think it's good. I think it's good to end strong. I mean, that influence like the end a lot of the movie the best part. Exactly. Yeah, like, fucking whiplash. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, super that, that's what I was too. It
2: does feel like it's building to something.
0: That's
1: why. Yeah. That's probably why people liked Precious. <laughs> it's better than like a movie that gets worse. I, I hate movies that get worse as they go. Oh on. yeah, yeah. A movie that gets better as it goes along is a little uh, more
0: interesting. Place Beyond the Pines. Yeah, like the yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, start yeah. of
1: That movie's fucking incredible. And then, just <laughs> and then, like, uh... like, the rest of it sucks balls.
3: <laughs> like it's <Yeah>. terrible.
1: <laughs> so fucking cliche
0: and corny. All right, it's time for. The movie recommendation from Rao. Yeah.
1: Uh, so I recommended a horror movie for Halloween. Whoop. <laughs> oh, it's scary. Finally. It's from 1974. And it's called The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's a fucking great title.
0: <laughs> Although what's weird about it's so... the title is that it's "chain space Saw. And all the other ones are just Chainsaw as one word. So what's the proper yeah. spelling of Chainsaw? Not sure. Oh, yeah. That is Let's weird. See chain if i look up the product of a chainsaw i'm get, i'm actually getting both i'm gonna just type chainsaw or chainsaw so this, yeah it's really
2: on the imdb page like the the title has them separated but on the yeah. poster they're joined oh really <laughs> it's so confusing
0: yeah <laughs> well wikipedia says both are correct so whatever
1: oh okay well, feels
0: like one word to me yeah they, but, they should
1: have just stuck with one yeah <laughs> But as far as what the movie's about, um, I guess everyone knows Leatherface. He's like the serial killer that mm-hmm. like is it goes through all the series. It's like, he's like the Jason Voorhees. <laughs> um, yeah, spoilers for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He's he, uh, Leatherface is like the Jason Voorhees or like Michael Myers of the series. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, just again in the plot um spoilers once it starts it's not really that kind of movie like in the beginning at all it's not like a slasher movie you follow these teenagers which i guess is a little conventional but they just kind of come across this hitchhiker and the movie goes down this whole other path and and then you know they go in the woods for a bit after the hitchhiker uh, does himself and and there's like it just becomes a very it's like very unpredictable the film (laughs) i don't know and then toward the end is when it gets in a leather face and all that and you discover this um that there's this inbred hillbilly like family that are cannibals also and they they steal these teenagers and and make them into food and they eat them and it's it's really fucked up and and kind of goofy but at the same time it's so it's so blunt and visceral mm-hmm. it's so it works it's mm-hmm. considered one of the greatest horror movies ever and, it's macabre you know, watching it it is it is scary it's it Macabre. macabre. It, it's scary at times like you know there's there's, there's a lot of themes of um female uh, uh, oppression i guess or female um you know being i mean you literally see a guy fucking chasing Lots a woman agency. with a chainsaw yeah mm-hmm. and and like that imagery is really scary like the the tone of this movie and the themes of this movie are very clear it's about like female victimization by men and it's about violence and it's about you know, Texas, how fucked up it
3: is.
1: (laughs) There's all these things going on that are so interesting and so Mm -hmm. intelligent within this movie that is really like, it's just a guy fucking chasing a woman around with a chainsaw and it works on basically every level. Mm -hmm. You know, I I feel anyway, I think it's a great horror movie. I'm curious what you guys have to say about it.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm with you. This is my third time seeing it. Um, and That's all within 2021. I'd never actually seen it before. Um, but Mm -hmm. during the, one of the lockdowns we had this year, I just randomly had the urge to check it out and only watched, I think half of it that time. So I just wasn't, wasn't ready for that kind of, uh, that kind of vibe at that moment. But then a few weeks later, I jumped back in and watched the whole thing and couldn't stop thinking about it. Um, and over time just liked it more and more and then rewatching it again, uh, yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is, this is a really unique horror movie and yeah you're saying that that just the dedication to this this concept they came up with and this the kind of the folky tales of the kind of serial killer that lives in the middle of nowhere in texas the whole hitchhiker angle Mm -hmm. it's very authentically 70s and the way it devolves does feel so natural and like there is no like hardcore plotting even though there is like really good setups and payoffs like the whole um sure the wheelchair character talking about the slaughterhouse and how like they don't die after being smacked for the first mm. time and it's that's how one that the first kills goes down later on it's just really effective horror cinema that is yeah. incredibly expressive as well through not a lot of like wasted time in terms of just talking and pointless dialogue, like we were saying, and um, malignant earlier with like exposition. It's not weighed down by anything like that. It all, it all speaks for itself. And like the that setting of the, the house towards the end, that's when it really like becomes <laughs> yeah. truly horrifying to me with and reading about all the behind the scenes and how like the actual flesh and smell of that room and that Texas heat and just how. You, you really mm-hmm. see the pain coming through on the performance You the do, actually. Oh, and so... even
1: watching uh, the sequels, because I've watched all the sequels, which we might get into a little bit, but they, they just don't capture that horror. Like, even the third one tries to capture some yeah. of the same scenes, like the end scene when she's running away from Leatherface, or like when the guy gets killed and, and Leatherface closes the door. Like, they try to recapture those moments, and they're just not as intense, mm-hmm. and they're not as scary. Because the way this movie captures it, Um, uh, Toby Hooper directed this film. mm mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he did a great job. He uh, directed the second one too, which is much goofier. Um,
2: Was it his first feature as well?
1: No, I yeah. don't think so.
2: Oh no. I
0: well, think. I looked on IMDb. He like... had other credits. I don't think they were all shorts.
1: Sure, it looks like a very cheap movie. Um, I want to talk about the look of it because that's I actually like that. I'm not saying it as a criticism. It's shot on I believe eight millimeter film or sixteen millimeter. Mm-hmm. It looks like a whole movie almost. Like it's really low quality. Um, yeah and and that i think adds a lot to it because it feels even though it's a very goofy situation the characters are a little over the top it does add a a, a layer of believability to it for sure and mm-hmm. it makes you feel like you're actually watching kind of a snuff film which is really scary like at times mm-hmm. like at that end scene when she's fucking getting chased by leatherface like that's that's horrifying like it feels real when you're watching it
2: yeah yeah almost yeah. like a documentary it's, it's really
1: it's, great yeah yeah, yeah. Like, like like a documentary yeah it's really great like horror filmmaking like Oh my god! This the audience was like totally into this shit. Probably back. Yeah. Then. Here's
0: here's the other thing is that like you look at the origins of so many horror franchises: Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street. Which one's the earliest one? Because many of those go into. Uh, yeah, this is before <laughs> Halloween. Halloween's or like 1978. the slasher genre. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like Halloween, this, I think that's seventy-eight.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. When and was this this? Seventy-four. It's seventy-four. So
0: I yeah, think this yeah. might be if we were to if we were to say one is the one i guess this might be it you know like what texas chainsaw what was sure. like successful and you know inspired a lot of copycats obviously mm-hmm. i don't know correct me if i'm wrong there might be something before that but well, it's
2: one of those like osmosis movies that you kind of know a lot about before even seeing you know it's mm-hmm. one of those pop culture like you mm-hmm. you you know about the texas chainsaw massacre even if you haven't seen yeah it. and also what a fucking title! it's inspired so many things yeah, yeah it's amazing well title. when you say
1: the title it sounds like you're describing an event like, exactly <laughs> did you see yeah. the texas chainsaw massacre you're like what the fuck is that
0: <laughs> yeah that's a great that's why it's a great title um and they definitely did the whole this is real thing in the title card too It probably helped you know yeah
1: mm-hmm. there this is a real story and yeah, yeah that title card at the it's beginning macabre. i think it, they do that in every movie because i think it really works it, it makes it feel more believable mm-hmm. um you see like the dead body and it's really disturbing uh Mm-hmm. there's a there's violence in this movie i, I want to add it's not really bloody like it's not that compared to like friday the 13th yeah. or like something like that it's more about the tone and like the the sound especially the sound like the screaming and the chainsaw and all of that that's what makes it like really yeah. frightening it's not about the blood and the gore
2: that's what makes it so scary the implied horror
0: so i watched uh this one and the 2003 remake and we'll get into that more in, with more detail in a bit. But one of the things that really stood out to me in terms of contrast between the two is the way that the soundtrack is treated. Because in the 1974 film, mm. the soundtrack isn't very orchestral. It's more ambient, right? There's a lot of droney, kind of like creepy, weird, off-putting noises. But it's not doing like a minor chord to tell you to feel scared or sad you know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. so much more effective at its tone and then you go look at the 2003 one and it's literally just like, oh god like, bah, 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 bah. like <laughs> it's going for actual yeah. notes, like an, an actual orchestral uh, yeah. score and it's just, damn, it feels so much more manipulative, like fuck, you really want me to feel this right now? Like this is so lame yeah. but it's, it's just so much totally more effective missed. in the 74 uh, yeah. film and Toby Hooper did uh, part of the soundtrack too, he's credited,
2: so
3: Oh yeah, yeah,
2: oh, cool. yeah. The sound is one of the biggest contributing factors to the the, the scares to me. Like in horror, especially, it's just so important mm-hmm. to just putting you off edge and taking you to those places you don't expect. And they really do that. And yeah, actually, in comb- combination with the editing too, there's some really creative sequences and just like flashing of frames of like weird close-ups of skulls and. It's just like so much density to the like the frame in terms of the set dressing, just so much stuff to look at, and the environments. It's there's a lot going on, and you you mentioned the whole kind of the 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 woman angle and the the way it's all explored through this kind of weird family, this weird hierarchy where they've got like the the grandparents guy yeah. in the chair, who, like, sucks <laughs> yeah, it out doesn't... blood and. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I was, I focused, I guess, more on the whole, the slaughterhouse angle and it kind of taking the teenager characters and making them kind of go into a slaughterhouse in a similar way to what the animals were going through. Yeah, true. Sure. There's definitely, yeah. There's definitely a lot
1: of that going on too. Mm -hmm. But it has a, a yeah, you can
2: kind of, (laughs) yeah, vegan movie, you can take a lot of meaning away from
1: it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely trying to disgust you with like meat. Uh that's what Toby Hooper said about the movie. He said it's about meat. That's awesome. Like, that's interesting. Yeah. It is yeah. what it's about. It's about meat. It's meat. about like, yeah. It's You're about made meat. of fucking guts.
3: Arby. Yeah, <laughs> like he's there's even that part
2: where the um the disabled guy, he's like he has a sausage in his mouth like a cigar, and he's just holding it there <laughs> like a cigar almost. It's very mm-hmm. very often yeah. and gross. Yeah,
1: yeah. I love the look of the house at the end. Like it's so detailed and so like you said, you could feel the smell like or the disgust of mm-hmm. them, and that's mm-hmm. not something the other ones capture. I don't think the houses are very bland in in the the next movies, mm-hmm. or at least a few of them, like the third film, especially. I noticed how like uh just bland the house looked and and here everything was like there was stuff covering every wall there was like skin and or like bones or you know it was really gross like I like what you said about the plotting like it feels very organic how the teenagers get to the house you know like yeah. they pick up a hitchhiker it doesn't work out they they camp. they go to try to find help because you know something went wrong and then they just kind of stumble across this house and it's just like the more they try to fix their situation the more it gets fucked up and the yeah more, like just it, it just don't almost. delves into the horror and then that's the, the point we're in the the you know the dinner scene like there's no escape like how did we get here you know well they're it's, all it's kind really of unlikable writings. idiots too <laughs> like, yeah yeah well because they're, they're they're fodder to be killed <laughs> by leatherface i mean it's yeah. still a horror movie that's what every horror movie is it's like why do you care about these fucking characters because they, they're all gonna die like who cares uh, but I, I think there's at least like some uniqueness like i really yeah. like the i guess the fatter guy i don't remember his name but like you know the guy who acts kind of weird like he's just a really funny character like yeah really annoying to really like it just adds to the mood of the movie, like the oppressive Franklin? mood. Yeah, Franklin, the oppressive mood of the movie. He's just like, oh my god, like who the fuck is this guy? Also,
0: starting your movie off with like th- this is a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and then you start <laughs> the film as like, oh, one of these guys is in a wheelchair. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> like fuck, mm-hmm. <laughs> like this is not good. Like that, that brings a lot yeah. of anxiety to just the situation like if you were to place yourself like in the mind of a character so many people think when they watch horror movies like here's what i would do here's how i would get away and then it's like oh if i was right. a guy in the wheelchair i guess
1: i die <laughs> like, what are you gonna Fred do Franklin yeah. was a very Shit. memorable character yeah and even yeah. in like the third i think the second or third friday the 13th movie they have like a wheelchair character i oh, think yeah. that's like paying tribute
2: yeah, to that second, yeah definitely, definitely. The whole intro, actually, even beyond just that opening text, like it has that kind of montage with the the photographs and the yeah. creepy close-ups and weird thing sounds. the yeah, yeah, it's really off-putting and. I creative. wonder how they got that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's like it, clearly the character from like the hitchhiker guy with his camera and how it all comes into play. Yeah, it's like really creepy atmosphere building.
0: I I feel mm-hmm. like they really missed an opportunity, and it's just a really subtle one. Because that that sound at the beginning of the camera flash, like it's so distinct and memorable and creepy and weird. Like I don't know if they used a shitty camera to get that sound, but but then the hitchhiker guy takes the picture there and it doesn't make that noise. I'm like, damn, that could have been like a real creepy uh, yeah, moment yeah. if you heard that same noise, because then it would be like, oh, it's the same. Like I don't know. I don't know if it was even implied <laughs> that it was supposed to be the same. Like maybe I'm just misinterpreting it, yeah. but that could yeah, have been like a That's moment but I, that was yeah. just like a little bit of a missed opportunity mm-hmm. to to bring it back to like the sound overall i think that it's really easy to see why this would stand out as such a visceral horror movie experience because chainsaw's are fucking loud right and they're yeah. able to have these long chase scenes like really long in ways where in most films it would feel like kind of i would get kind of impatient and just imagining How that would be done if the killer had a machete or a knife right it wouldn't Mm -hmm. it wouldn't invoke the same fear response because with the chainsaw when i'm watching that shit happen all i'm thinking is like oh my god like as he's getting closer like she's looking forward and she would know that he's getting close she might even think like she's done a little bit before it actually happens you know like because it's so loud like Mm -hmm. the entire time yeah yeah it's just it's like the f- it's like the second half of climax it's just like holy shit this is loud and terrifying <laughs> startling yeah. like yeah it, well there's a lot of overwhelming
1: stops. sound <laughs> yeah even in the dinner scene there's like a lot of yelling and it's overwhelming you with mm-hmm. sound to kind of freak you out yeah or, like, startle you yeah, yeah like i could like, could her, like michael myers walking after i think that's scary like michael myers walking after uh jamie lee curtis whatever her name is uh yeah, Roy yeah. Strode. yeah like that's scary to me but like the the chainsaw yeah that's like much more startling and immediate I, I hear people like they 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 say like creepy as if it's different than scary. Like they say like creepy is like quiet. Like I, I guess think, Michael yeah, Myers I think a bit and it's scary is like Leatherface. Yeah, I like the Leatherface character a lot. I think he's a uh, he's very unique from mm-hmm. other killers because he's not really he's not driven by like his own will really he's being manipulated by his family his family uses yeah. him to kill people and then they eat him. <laughs> like that's what yeah. they do um, and leatherface is like mentally disabled or like he's like you know he's a disabled person like he doesn't even probably realize what he's doing mm-hmm. and he's a very like just a very unique look very unique character very yeah memorable he changes slasher. his
2: costume depending on what he's doing which has yeah. some, like weird yeah he keeps
1: changing like his face Yeah, in some of the movies he has like two different hairs on, like he takes people's hair off and like puts it on his Mm -hmm. head. Like (laughs) like, it's really fucked up stuff. Like but it it, you know, it's a very memorable, interesting character, Mm -hmm. for sure. Like he's one of the best slashers.
0: All the entire family is just great characters. The cook, the dude at the beginning of the old guy in the chair. Like they're they're so memorable. And their performances are so great that like just having that dinner table scene with all of them together it's just you know it's a horror movie but that entire sequence is just acting right how many horror movies do you get where you can be terrified and engaged just by acting and that's it right that's all that's happening
1: yeah it's dialogue it's like 12 angry men almost like trapped in that room (laughs) you're Mm -hmm.
0: right yeah you know so many horror movies that exist are just like it's not about the acting it's it's about fucking stupid jump scares and characters being stupid, and that's it, right? Yeah, like, like the
1: kills or yeah, dumb like, jokes. Oh, This gore. movie just doesn't have that. It's still funny. It's still entertaining. It's just not conventional. It, it does everything in, a, in its own yeah. unique way, even from the look of the movie. There's
0: no single uh, Adam Wingard horror movie where I could say the same. There's no Mike Flanagan horror <laughs> movie where I could say the same. I know people like those people, but... You know, I think there's a clear
1: difference in in mm-hmm. terms
0: of what, I guess, what I'm willing mm-hmm. to yeah. sit through. I don't know.
1: How do you feel about the characters? Like, we talk about Franklin in general. Franklin's great. I found the most annoying person
0: to be who we are left with the longest, which I found funny. But it's also kind of a praise to the film that I was still able to feel, like, kind of scared for her and symp- sympathetic, empathetic um, to what she's going through and and not just be like hi you know like hi i wish he would die sort of thing even you know, yeah if she sure. was like super annoying mm-hmm. so it is a situation how it's
3: presented yeah exactly mostly how it's presented
0: to bring it back to another point that you were mentioning earlier you really do feel is like if, if you were to take a i've seen that ending shot of the the film before and that's always mm-hmm. stuck out to me as just like wow she does look like she's been through an entire ordeal and I'm glad to say that you know despite how long the third act of this film is there is not only a, a progression in I guess you could say her makeup and her performance just like looking at her but it's also like it it's you can tell that she's going through hell pretty quickly into it also that's such a consistent thing throughout the film that helps the believability so much and when I watched the 2003 remake like Jessica Biel looks like she just got on set and they spritzed her with like a spray bottle. Yeah, yeah. and I'm just like, like yeah, yeah. all made up. No, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Has, like, really like,
1: nice jeans on. Like, yeah, she looks great. Like in every shot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad it's I Jessica rewatched Biel, that you know? remake
0: because it, it really. There <laughs> yeah. was a moment while I was watching that remake, what I noticed that, and it clicked for me. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like, she looked the, in the original film. She reminded me of like fucking Shelley Duvall in The Shining. Hopefully, she didn't go through as much trauma, but. You know, like it's it's like wow, you you look like you're actually going through through this. You know? Yeah,
1: sure, yeah, definitely. Yeah, um,
0: it's missing in the others.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's, when you compare it to that remake, like every choice is so bland in that one and this one. Yeah, it's just every choice in the 1974 one stands out. Mm-hmm. It's very bold. Yeah, and I it works. I think it works. It's
0: pretty clever how they've they structured the film because when you have. That very obviously crazy guy at the beginning, uh, the hitchhiker doing that whole thing. Your attention Mm -hmm. is so focused on him in terms of like, okay, that's like the killer. That's like the enemy, right? That when they pull up to the uh, barbecue place, you kind of let your guard down a bit. Like in my head, I was thinking Mm -hmm. like, I'm pretty sure I remember how the story goes. So they're like in on it or something. But I was also thinking like, they don't seem too threatening. Whereas in another horror movie, if we didn't if this was like the first location they got to and there wasn't a really obvious, really loud, you know, it, it, threat before that point, then I might be thinking, oh, these guys are the killers. You know, you might be a bit more defensive knowing that you're in a horror movie and yeah. that you're meeting new characters, you know, in the middle of nowhere. But because there was that earlier, mm. very uh, overt threat, then it, it, yeah, it helps yeah, to definitely trick the audience mm-hmm. in a way.
1: Yeah, there's so much in the movie, like that, like that whole thing, like who was that guy? What? There's so much mystery. There's so much you don't know, and that makes it scary too. There's so much about this family that, that you don't. That's know. That's what makes
2: it scary. Yeah, yeah, the implied like rituals and stuff they have in their house is just so fucked up and confusing yeah. and oh my scary.
0: God. Yeah, when they <laughs> when they when they got the grandpa with the hammer, hit her. That part was pretty funny. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was still terrifying.
3: There's always a, an
1: element of comedy. There's always
3: an element <laughs> yeah, of comedy to this. Like, like it's schema, always yeah. kinda
1: goofy. Yeah. But it just feels when you're in it, it's not like it feels real when you're in it. I don't know. It's just the look of it and yeah. the music and everything, like we said. Yeah. Yeah. There there is
0: a lot of campiness to this film. Yeah. But it's really effective where it matters, so much so that I you know, the campiness is like really easy to overlook. Because, you know, despite it, you, so many other horror films that yeah. you could not describe as campy don't do anything nearly as impressive as a lot of the scenes in this film.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah. The tone just works. The hillbilly part of it makes it... Like, I like the comedic tone. I think mm-hmm. it needs that. Because then it's just kind of dull like, yeah. without that. <laughs> it's kind
0: of chaotic in a way. Yeah. Oh, I can definitely. see people
1: saying the movie's a mess, but it is entertaining. And especially when you watch the other ones. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, do you guys have anything more to say about this one? Just I, I guess yeah, the imagery of the <laughs> the first
0: girl death, just her being stuck on the meat hook, like holy shit. Yeah,
1: that's like mm-hmm. a holy really shit. great and like imagery. The, her boyfriend um, too. Her boyfriend yeah. got killed. That was a fucked up scene. And then he closes the door, and like that was a great edit. I thought. Yeah, just
2: slamming that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I
0: just um, I just want to mention like the visual style of this film. Like there's some really well thought out shots in terms of how things are revealed. Like we already saw the blood on the van, but I love I love that it was on that spot of the door where it was covering it, and then because the door closes, then it kind of reveals it again so the characters see it and it's like, Oh, there's you know, they wouldn't have seen it coming out sort of thing. Like I I like mm-hmm. I like that reveal. There's a lot of nice, like I'm surprised that there were even like smooth camera movements in this film at all. I was expecting something like Fucking Sam Raimi's first proof of concept within the woods <laughs> sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I was expecting sure. something like that level of filmmaking.
1: Yeah, yeah. there's great shots in this. Yeah. yeah, It's like lots of good dolly moves. Even though it yeah. has yeah, that eight mm camera noise, or whatever, amazing. really low mm-hmm. quality camera. My biggest criticism
0: would probably just be uh, some of the editing choices got a little annoying at some parts. Of just like the there was one there was like scream, 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 and each one like kind of cut itself off and then eyeball polaroid noise scream it's like oh man you don't need to do- it's already so loud and chaotic like i don't know but otherwise yeah. i i really enjoyed the film and that's all i have sure. to say about it and i would love to, to hear you talk about the sequels and i would love to talk about the fucking 2003 one with you
1: yeah the remake yeah
2: yeah because yeah, i don't know if i have any interest to see any of the other movies in this franchise because I, I don't know i want to keep this pure because this this one's just so good to me um not a bad. My rating has gone up in my head each time I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm curious to hear, especially about the, the, the sequel, the direct sequel that the same director did. But, um, if we're rounding off, uh, like our scores for the original, mm-hmm. um, I think I've settled on a, a four star for this. I really, really do rate it a lot and especially just how it's cascaded through horror. I didn't, I didn't even know, um, Ridley Scott apparently was inspired um seeing this the year prior to making alien and that had a huge huge influence on that so it's oh it's it's in like so much like that just creatively it's it's so responsible for such a great string of like movies following it and yeah it's very original and creative i really Mm -hmm. rate it
1: Uh, i would give it five stars i think it's like you said it's one of the most influential and important horror movies ever made and it's really scary it really works. It's just, mm-hmm. its one of those few movies that actually gets to you, and you remember uh, that just that sound, like you said, the camera flash sound. Like I remember that. Mm, <laughs> I remember yeah. him. I remember imagery from it. Just thinking about it right now—that's a yeah, you know, really That's a sign memorable. of a great, memorable movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Now I'm giving this one a seven out of ten, and it might get higher yeah. when I see it another time. This was my first experience, so thank you for
1: recommending it, Ralph. Of course. The rest of them fucking suck or cool. <laughs> they're okay. Yeah, please, please. Uh, 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 the second tell. one, the second one's actually okay. I like the second one. Uh, it stars Dennis Ho- Hooper or Hopper, um, which is funny. We, we were talking about Mario Brothers earlier. Hop. He's the bad guy in that. He's Hoomba, oh, right. <laughs> King, whatever the fuck. Um, but he's in this, in the text chainsaw Massacre 2, he's like a detective or a cop or something. Dennis Hopper. He's, he's hunting down Leatherface in this one. And then, like, the other side plot is, like, this, I guess, this girl at, like, a radio station is, like, reporting on Leatherface. And Leatherface, like, kidnaps her and brings her, brings him to the, his lair or whatever. It's a very, it's much more goofy than the first one. Like, it's a clearly, it's like Evil Dead 2. I think that's a good way to describe right. it. Was like, it's much more that, over the top. The post it's really trying goofy. to be funny. Like, Dennis Hopper is really funny. Like, okay. it's trying to go for that tone. The whole end of the yeah, movie the is, just, like, Dennis is Hopper fighting. Fuck you. Like, the poster <laughs> yeah. on IMDb, I'm like... What is this? Time?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've always been confused. When, when I that. first
1: saw it, I was very confused by it. I actually didn't like it, but I I get the goofiness of it now. I like it. I like the comedy. Um, it's an okay movie. I'd actually recommend it. The second one, okay, it's just it's okay. like Evil Dead too. Uh, it's not as good as the first Texas Chainsaw, but whatever. The the third one is like when it gets really bad. Those are more interesting. That one stars um Viggo Mortensen. Ooh, if oh, you. Really? You guys know Vigo Morton's Yes, he's I do. What's that, Mister <laughs> Fantastic? It called? The third one? Oh yeah, they all have like a bad subtitle. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three. So, in the sequel to Texas Chainsaw,
0: Chainsaw is one word.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so weird and that the third one said
0: they changed. The third it one's
1: called Leatherface. Mid-series. Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three. <laughs> Oh, okay. And then the fourth one has like a few different titles. When it started, it said like oh, the Return of Texas Chainsaw. There's so many it had
0: remakes and re- there's a Leatherface in 2017 that I forgot about and didn't. Don't think I watched, but I yeah, just that one forgot didn't that, that existed. Jesus, there's so many.
1: But like oh, the, man, the, the third one's called one. Leatherface <laughs> Two. <laughs> like, they're both called Leatherface. Yeah. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Three Leatherface. That one's just it's just pretty shitty. Um, Viggo Mortensen's like this guy. He works at, like a gas station, and. So teenagers come to the gas station, they they fill up their pump or whatever. It's like a boyfriend and a girlfriend, I think. They're really boring fucking characters, like completely dull, like uninteresting. And then like I guess from there Vigo Mortensen gets like a shootout with some other guy who works at the gas station and they flee. And you know, from there they run into the woods, they meet this other guy and it's just really fucking bad. Like it's the same thing as the the, the first one. You know, mm-hmm. they get chased. Mm-hmm. The, there's like the, they try to replicate the scene where the boyfriend and the girlfriend go in the house, they get killed. You know, yeah. it's not as effective the, the, you know, there's the whole ending scene where she runs away and she runs into an RV this time. And there's all this like really bad ADR, like, uh, like this guy driving the car, like Mr. Jenkins, I think his name is or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's like this woman, She's like, Mr. Jenkins for it, a Ta- leather is chasing after us. It's like really bad ADR. It's like fucking terrible. Right. Like compared to the first one where that sound was just so visceral and excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess that's all I gotta say about the third one. It just fucking sucks. Cool. Really boring characters. The fourth one's like, that's the one to talk about. The next generation. So have you guys? Yeah, the <laughs> next generation. Have, not, have, have you guys heard it. of the
3: next Have generation. you heard of it at least? Like, I mean, it's I've, considered one I've of the worst seen the
0: cover ever. of it, maybe or something. I don't. know. I've known it existed, but
1: it's got really low ratings. Incredibly low ratings. Um, Renee Zellweger. Yeah, Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah and it has uh, so, this like so series much even though it's like the campiest shittiest series it's like they got two oscar winners in it they got <laughs> they got matthew mcconaughey they got Viggo mortensen like in it and you know they're good like matthew mcconaughey in this movie he's really over the top he has this fucking like yeah i'm adding this one to my watch list fuck the other ones. you've yeah, gotta watch kind mechanical exultant. he has like this mechanical leg in it i watched the director's 3.3 yeah, out of
0: 10 user rating this sounds hot awesome like with matthew mcconaughey <laughs> in it too and renee Zellweger. <laughs> Okay, this has yeah, gotta be Renee Zellweger's gotta like, be
1: great. It starts so like it's like a completely different movie at the beginning. It's like a prom movie. There this these teenagers oh, awesome. at prom <laughs> and they run all I don't know why they leave, but they leave, then they go in the woods and they get stuck. I don't I forgot how. And then like they get picked up by Matthew McConaughey, they get they get brought to the house. And, like, Matthew McConaughey just tortures, especially Renee Zellweger, he just tortures her, like, making fun of her or whatever. And it's just so, it's so funny, like, how Matthew McConaughey acts in this movie. Like, there's a part, she's, like, pointing a gun at him because she, she's, like, escaping. And Matthew McConaughey, like, takes the gun and fucking, like, shoves it in his own mouth. He's like, ah! Like, he opens his mouth. Like, <laughs> uh, like, I'm laughing can't wait. It's so funny. Yeah, it's this so is going to like, be a movie for me. <laughs> yeah. There's just so many scenes where we're like, "What the fuck am I even watching?" Like Matthew McConaughey in it. There's like a scene he jumps onto a car. There's like this goofy, Ugh! he does. It's like a, a meme. Can't wait. It's like this noise he makes. This yeah. sounds so wacky. You've saw the, sold the me. fourth one is hysterical. It's so yeah. It, it, it's not good. Like I wouldn't rate it highly. It's like a one star if you had to rate it. The perfect uh, film. Yeah. Should I rate the other but ones I'm too? Shit. Like the second one's like how a how three more star. Of it? The, the 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 third one's like a two, one star, maybe sure. one star. Okay. Yeah. The fourth one's a one star. So uh, the third and the fourth
0: thing's... are equal in quality?
1: It, uh, well, I guess technically, but like I find the fourth one funnier because okay. it's just because Matthew McConaughey. I, yeah. I like Vigo the once one's and like he's enjoyable. okay in the movie but he's not as campy as like Matthew McConaughey in the fourth one. He goes all out. Okay. I think McConaughey actually said it's one of his weakest performances. Great. Which I guess <laughs> it's fair but you know he's like he's like a Dallas <laughs> Buyers club and like true detective like real <laughs> acting roles and just to see him in this like fucking acting like an idiot like mm. he's, beating the, he's beating up women like he's yelling like a madman like it's so bizarre to see him in that, in that funny. role. Yeah the poster is even like campy schlock like you could Mm -hmm. totally tell um yeah i would recommend that one yeah so so let's go to the remake yeah that's the next because you've seen that
0: right yeah so here's my here's why i decided to rewatch the 2003 film is because i was i guess 13 when i would have watched it because that would have been the home video release and i watched it by myself at my like granny's place and it scared me and i remember being scared By it and it was like in the daytime too but i remember i was like i was like looking at the window to my right i'm like oh i'm gonna come out of the window so you know it was like a scary experience Mm -hmm. for me and what i love about having rewatched is that i'm able to pinpoint filmmaking qualities that i was not aware of when i was 13 that really stick out to me now (laughs) like i mentioned earlier the soundtrack just being shit because i that did not Mm -hmm. influence me at all when i was 13 i was just able to be like oh yeah this. You know, just watching the movie sort of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Another thing that really stands out to me now: there's so many fucking cuts in this movie. There's a cut every like two seconds, and like it's the editing is terrible. terrible. Yeah, cinematographer is too, and it's so embarrassing because you can tell that they're like trying to recreate certain sequences from the original film, but it's just like cut, cut, and it's just like. Feels like a trailer. Also, Michael Bay produced this. I don't know if mm-hmm. everybody would have. Been it's the one world. of those Michael
1: Bay produced. <laughs> right. like, he, he produces a lot of those like slasher remakes, like Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare oh, on yeah. Elm Street. That's like that's maybe the worst one. Nightmare on Elm Street, the remake. I is didn't even watch terrible. it
0: fucking That's robert awful. england is still alive so okay bad.
1: fuck you you can replace him yeah i like jack Earl Haley too but i mean jesus christ Yeah, what a stupid decision
2: but, yeah this must have been that era where these remakes actually weren't popular like they were trying to get them off the ground like they're
1: so it was bad totally yeah cool they try to make it, it believable weird. like the, the yeah. attempt is to make it more realistic by i guess making it all the cinematography brown and by just making the characters really bland and like just having all this like handheld camera shit and like Quick cutting and it fucking sucks. It just Mm -hmm. looks bland and it looks like an early 2000s, like shitty horror movie. Like, and then it's got good actors in it, but they're not really given anything. Like Lee Ermey, he's like, he's the guy in the full model jacket, the drill sergeant. Like, he's an excellent actor. And then this, he's like, you know, he's okay. He doesn't, he's not given much. And Jessica Beale is too pretty. Like, she doesn't look beat up, like you said. Like, she's getting fucking chased by a guy with a chainsaw. She should be like dirtied and like, and there's just so many like, conventional horror movie fucking things. Like, she hotwires a car. Like, how does twice. this woman know how to there's hotwire a car? There's two car hotwires. <laughs> <things? Yeah, like, laughs> like, what? It like, happens twice. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> when well, she grew up in Baltimore, like, with it no doesn't tools. doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> just
3: with her fingers.
1: Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It's just like shitty writing. And, like, it's just about having those horror movie moments with the jump scares and the scene of, like, oh, is she going to start the car before Lee Army gets to her? Or. And it's just that it's very bland, and it's not what the first one was. And I don't even think it wants to be. It just wants to make money,
0: uh, and it did. So. <laughs> it very much did. Oh, it, did. did it. it it was like a hundred right. million dollar, yeah, hundred seven million dollar at the box office on a nine point five million dollar budget. So, <laughs> yeah, which is great. bank yeah. cheap as shit. Yeah, they made a prequel after it.
2: How's the run time compared to the original? Because we didn't really it's mention longer. that. It's really short, the original. Yeah, the um, Which yeah. is nice. It's like an hour 20.
0: Yeah. It's this like one's an like hour 15 40, minutes remake.
1: longer. Mm-hmm. Doesn't need to be. Mm. The stuff yeah. There's a lot of weird decisions. <laughs> like mm-hmm. uh... The ending's not as memorable. Like We talked about the ending of the first one. It's like very memorable scene. This this one's like whatever. <laughs> like. So, like, when when I was saying earlier
0: with the uh, original film how there's a very clear and obvious threat from the crazy guy and then he runs away and then your guard is let down from the other characters you meet at the gas station or the shop or whatever. Mm-hmm. That does not happen in this film because instead of the crazy guy, they get just a girl wandering the streets and it's obvious that she escaped from the thing, right? And so it's like, oh, this is a victim. So now oh, okay. your attention is drawn outwardly instead of focused on just one thing. It's like, oh well who who else is the villain here? And also so she gets in the back of their car and she's like drugged or tired or something and <laughs> she's like, Oh, don't take me back there. You're going the wrong way just like really quietly. They're like, What's what's wrong? And she pulls a, a revolver out of her pussy I'm not kidding. <laughs> and, what? Well, from between her it's legs. So maybe, maybe it wasn't all the way back there. I don't know, but it is kind of funny. From b- between her legs, and it she's she immediately just blows her fucking brains out in the back of their car. And now the plot is, well, we got a dead girl in the back of the car, like Pulp Fiction, except trying to be more serious. And uh, <laughs> so they're trying to figure out, like, oh, but we were trying to smuggle weed, so now we got to get rid of the piñata fold of weed cuz now we got involved oh the cops about the dead body and so they find the sheriff who's played by the uh, the guy from No Full Metal Jacket the sergeant yeah yeah Lee yeah yeah, Lee yeah and he's yeah. pretty funny in the movie but yeah and then they yeah it's just there's there's a lot of there's a lot of parts where it's like they're trying to recreate moments or sequences and I'm just like damn you really don't understand why that works so well like the the sliding metal door part it's such a close shot mm-hmm that it really doesn't have the same impact as it did in the 70s film because in the 70s film you have you have a, a wide enough shot where you're able to see the door in the center of the frame and the house the rest of the interior of the house around it so that when the metal part of the door comes out you're like holy shit that's that doesn't belong there like is there's like a dungeon or something in there but when it happens in the 2003 mm-hmm. film it's just like such a close shot that all you see is this metal door and it really loses the impact really loses yeah, the impact so for much sure it's like they didn't um,
1: want to have an impact. It's like they wanted to make. The I think most, they just didn't understand. Maybe they didn't want to. I don't think they wanted to scare people too much, but that's the point. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, don't take it too far.
0: Yeah,
1: it's yeah, just like, like no, we can't be too much. I mean, and that goes along with just like those early two thousands. They were so tame. Those movies, and, yeah, and, you mm. know, horror movies in the seventies and eighties were much more visceral, and yeah, those those filmmakers just did whatever they wanted. <laughs> they made really scary yeah.
0: stuff, in, in that yeah. in that way there's different uh, trends that happen you know early 2000s mm-hmm. is when the saw uh, torture porn stuff was going on like 2004 yeah, like true. the next year that was the big trend so it really depends but i i don't know it for a film like this it's just like man it it becomes so apparent like the more cuts there are in the film the less of a vision you have to have because you can always just figure it out in post and somebody else is going to you know just like mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, sure. It's it's so much less not in all cases. Purposeful. But in this case, yeah, yeah. not in all. Case, in this, but... it didn't
1: feel purposeful at all. Yeah, yeah exactly. Pur- this, oh my god, that's the perfect way to describe it. It's not purposeful. <laughs> it's just a remake. It's just a bland remake.
2: Hearing you guys describe this movie actually reminded me that I, I have seen it actually like i've oh. seen it it's just really boring and generic i just forgot i'd seen it <laughs> oh that's that great One like of those. the intro and stuff i have definitely yeah. seen it yeah maybe even multiple times but <laughs> yeah not good
0: i want to uh i want to play a sound effect for you <laughs> there's a lot of these in the film. sound effect <laughs> That was just Um, from my phone. And I found that by searching Hell's Kitchen sound effect. And because I've seen so much of it, Gordon Ramsay shit shit now, like watching the film now when it was done unironically, I'm like, oh my God, Hell's Kitchen. So like every fucking five minutes I was like, holy shit, this is so funny. It's like ruined it unintentionally Mm. because it used to be like a serious kind of sound effect. Yeah, But now it's just like you can't do it. Unironically, anybody because oh, reality television has just fucking ruined it. <laughs> they have warped it. It's not like a great sound effect in the first place, but it's just so funny that I was just thinking of Hell's Kitchen the entire time. Oh my god the the outdoor lighting scenes in this film. It just mm-hmm. the, the outdoor scenes yeah, lighting. they do them. I mean, it was so yeah, weird. The moon,
1: is, the moon is very bright. <laughs> well,
0: no, there's Apparently. like there's like two or three different situations where they're outside. And I'm like, this looks so weirdly off. And it was in a different way. Like, okay, clearly this is really bright, middle of the day shit. And you're pretending like there's some overcast in post and you're like dimming it down. But you can, like, there's something really off about like the shadows and how the lights hitting the characters and the color. And it's just like, it's so weird. It's so bizarre Mm. that they just like, fuck it. I don't know, laziness or just unlucky with the weather? I don't know.
1: Day for night, which is usually what they do in, like, cheap yeah. Bigfoot shows, but not in a mm-hmm. feature film.
0: <laughs> 9.5 million dollar budget, I guess.
1: Yeah, but it's cheap as shit Jessica Beale, Most of that went to eight, the, the actors. <laughs> yeah. of the majority of it. Yeah. Jessica Beale, <laughs> Lee Army, yeah. those guys.
0: So, in the original 70s film, and I guess tell me whether or not this happened in any of the sequels, Ralph, but if I remember correctly, in the 70s film, they never showed Leatherface's real face, right? No. No. Did that happen in any of the sequels? Because no. that happens in this any 2003
3: no. movie.
1: I don't think so. Wow. I don't think so.
0: Yeah, they did this really stupid yeah. reveal where it was like, look, he's deformed and missing a nose. <laughs> like, I don't know. You're kind of <laughs> yeah, ruining the mystique, matter? though. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Exactly. It ruins the mystery. Yeah. Like, that's part of the horror. The more movies you make about something inherently, it gets less scary because you learn more about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, doing a real yeah, origin story. <laughs> like, we know Leatherface now. We've seen him a million times. It's not scary yeah. anymore. I never actually uh, watched the, the prequel that they consistent. made.
0: Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the, the beginning. I wonder how shitty that is.
1: Oh, yeah, the beginning. Yeah,
0: probably really bad. Um,
1: I think I have seen that. Oh, yeah?
0: Who directed it? It was another produced by Michael Bay one, but I think it's a different director. Let's see.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think I have seen it. I didn't rewatch it for this. Um,
0: yeah, different director. Jonathan Lieb. Mm-hmm.
1: It has a lot of the same cast. Like he Lee directed in *Darkness
0: Falls* yeah. <laughs> in 2003. Okay. Ninja i I watched that horror movie. He directed *Rings*, the sequel to *The Ring*, but was bad. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, no. Wow. *Battle Los He's Angeles*. *Halo*
2: TV show.
3: <laughs> oh,
1: great. Uh, do Little *Titans*. Right. Or Uncredited Titans. director
0: of reshoots, apparently.
1: Oh, did he do Wrath of the Titans*? I, I, just, I feel like I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, Wrath yeah. of the Titans*. Yeah. That's right. Apparently
0: Rings is listed as a short film. Oh, okay. Never mind. (laughs) It was on the extra disc with the re-release of The Ring on the DVD. So it wasn't The Ring 2. Yeah. Where was I? I was talking about dumb shit. (laughs) The lighting was so weird. Uh, It's just so much of this film is just like they made it in post, but not in a good way. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Mm. God. Yeah. I remember. It's a very
1: studio movie fucking let's like you know the whole movie the whole point of the original movie is that it isn't that like it's so against mm-hmm. the grain yeah you're and, right you know it's just to see a complete remake of it that's yeah like completely bland you yeah, don't want to see something work. that's like
0: sanitized when you think texas chains it's on very Scare. sanitized like yeah raw raw mate uh, there's <laughs> I, I a like really <laughs> really funny shot where leatherface is wearing uh jessica biel's yeah character's boyfriend's face <laughs> and it's like c- kind of CG and bad and it's just it's just mm. a really funny reveal. it's like why there's also a part it, when they're in the car at the beginning they change a lot of the dialogue and make it just so much more trashy like it's all about drugs at the beginning. they're not having like any interesting conversations. there's just like <laughs> weed, Mexico partying and then Jessica Beale's like I thought you were like you know maybe you could put a ring on my finger because I were boyfriend girlfriend characters he's like yeah as if and mm. then later when the boyfriend character itself. gets killed, uh, Leatherface is like digging through his pockets and finds a, a, a wedding engagement ring. <laughs> it's just like why do we need that? Like we need the oh he, he was going to marry her the, for real. Like yeah. why does that this matter? This character that died you supposed to care about him. Yeah and she never finds it. I thought for sure when she was like in the basement she was going to find the ring. So it really leads nowhere. It's just for the audience and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah the, uh, the so they have the one other friend up on the meat hook or whatever, uh, his legs cut off and Jessica Beale he's like over top of a piano and she's like, oh, I need to help get, get you down from there. And she can't because she's weak or something. And then he's just, <laughs> she grabs a knife and he's like, do it, and that's all they, that's the only communication that they have, it's just, do it just implied, like, (laughs) oh, I guess Jessica Beale should put him out of his misery she stabs him in the gut, (laughs) once and then he immediately (laughs) dies it's like, that's the worst place to stab that's that's like a slow and painful death agonizingly painful death Mm -hmm. that you're just gonna put it through, but the movie pretends otherwise like, fuck, cut it, I don't know like, maybe just cut him in the arm and have him bleed out if he can't reach his like, throat, or his heart, just shoot
1: him in the head Yeah, that was
0: really funny, and the music during that scene too. It was like so clearly trying to enforce this like this is so sad, this is so sad that (laughs) she's killing him right now. It's like oh my god, fuck, Mm -hmm. so much wrong with this. So formulaic, but Mm -hmm. it was very funny, and I'm glad I watched it. It was like one of those really like oh this is
1: trash and i'm enjoying it because it's yeah, so bad they're all thing. trash i think you'll really like the fourth one I'm, that was really trashy and funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's that's what you're looking for more so than this like this is kind of bland i thought yeah. i didn't hate the movie i don't hate it as much as the nightmare on elm street remake or mm-hmm. like the friday the 13th one it's just not yeah it's really not good it's bland brown yeah it's like every michael bay remake it's brown whatever like <laughs> Planned, like yeah. everything's brown, everything's yeah, yellow. Right. Like it just doesn't look interesting. It's ugh, it's just ugly. What do you think lame. about
0: that? Uh, that one shot that went through the girl's head. I that was a pretty cool. <laughs> uh, that, that was
1: cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's like
2: the one shot in the movie that doesn't sure. look awful. But you mean it goes through her head?
0: Yeah. So the girl blows her brains out, and the camera shows the characters in the car reacting, and it it goes back, it dollies back through the. Uh, oh, okay. head wound and then the head the wound. like f- f- tilts back as it keeps going out through the car and it's like oh there's that involved some planning that involved some coordination yeah. there yeah, it was kind of cool Yeah, that was like the money shot yeah. and then the rest of the movie looks like shit <laughs> and it's just <laughs> too many guns You'd think for a movie that like actively understands that they're putting effort into a specific shot, where the entire appeal of the shot is that it's one unbroken shot, you'd think that the same people making that shot would understand how shitty the movie looks when there's a cut every few seconds for the rest of it, right? You'd have to have an understanding of yeah, how shitty that is in order to think that just, that shot looks just cool, it's like, right?
1: Yeah, like the editor... Is in charge of that shit. Yeah, like, I guess the film crew has no control. Yeah over that stuff. They don't yeah. know <laughs> <laughs> They don't know how it's gonna turn out. It's yeah, it sucks It's very bland editing. Oh, you yeah, know what also really, really studio fucking suck? conventional
0: so every every time that um, Leatherface is destroying something with a chainsaw in the 1970s film correct me if I'm wrong But they're just actually cutting something open with a chainsaw that door just fucking Like making that yeah. X symbol yeah. and then like tearing it apart. There's so many parts in this film where they have the same concept of like, okay, there's a door behind it, his leather face is going to get through it with a chainsaw where it's just like, they just rigged a fucking thing to explode. Like, he, he didn't cut through it with a chainsaw he like, poked it and then some foam that looked like a door just exploded in one hit. Like, you could <laughs> poke it and just boom, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like, damn, that it doesn't boring. feel real.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah,
0: and I never would have noticed that when I was 13. I never would have noticed how fucking <laughs> stupid it was that like, Leatherface teleports in front of the guy In the in The uh, the sheets scene Where he's being chased through the laundry or whatever
1: <laughs> Yeah that does not so make like, sense mm-hmm. either Yeah when right. I was
0: younger I was like that actually scared me Because I guess part I, I remember the thought process of like Yeah it's scary That he could teleport In front of me but now as an adult I'm like well if I'm This isn't a supernatural film So you're kind of Ruining the believability. There has to be some. Yeah, Leatherface
1: isn't a ghost. Yeah, it's just a guy. He's like. A when I was thirteen, guy. it scared me.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So much bullshit. Yeah, they don't. They don't make Leatherface. Leatherface isn't right in this. He's too. Uh, he's too mean. He's too like too much like Michael Myers or someone like that. Like he's yeah. Leatherface is a sad character. Like he's just he's used by like other people, <laughs> and he's just you know like, there's nothing he could do. He's just he's got the guy. He's got the chainsaw. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. there were some just a prank bro jump scares
0: those are always fun mm-hmm.
1: oh my favorite
0: Or one of the characters is just an asshole
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah whoa just my like arm like,
0: like who does that <laughs> stop <laughs> Stop hanging out with him
1: uh, yeah it's just a shitty horror movie yeah very bland but it was very funny I, I would recommend say it. About it it's really funny <laughs> I'm glad
0: you found it funny yeah I was enjoying it. I like looking at
1: Jessica Beale. She's very oh. pretty. Yeah, I guess
0: one last thing to mention. How do you feel about uh them clearly it like injecting this Blair Witch shit at the beginning and end of the movie for no reason? <laughs> like just like, oh, we're gonna have a found footage of the the cops that are that checked oh, yeah. out the crime scene. And what's weird about that yeah. is in the opening they say like thirty years ago, right? But then the entire movie plays, and it never once feels like a '70s period piece. Never once does it feel like this is in the '70s. Like it feels like mm-hmm. so weirdly modern. Sure, absolutely. It and then at like the end of the movie, movie, it's like clear because they they do the close up shot of the male character being dragged down the stairs. He's like, "Oh, he left those scratch prints, right?" Like that's so clear. And then at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. they're like investigating in the Blair Witch thing or whatever. I'm like, "Wow, that whole thing was supposed to be in the '70s. It never once felt like it." It never once. Mm-hmm. It felt like a mm-hmm. 2003 characters and feel movie the entire time. Like, holy yeah. shit, that's a bad job if you were trying to make a period piece. Damn, three out of ten. Was it was a hard. lot of fun.
3: <laughs> I enjoyed it.
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I'd give it one star or one and a half. I actually give it the same thing, one and a half. Yeah, Perfect out of five. Um, it's terrible, but it's you know, it's just like a bland remake. I won't even say it's terrible. It's just a bland remake. And to yeah. me, that's terrible. But it was a bit nostalgic for other <laughs> people <me. laughs> of just sure. shitty two thousand
0: three horror movie bland nonsense. first yeah. one's definitely
1: better yeah. if you want like I a funny bad experience. I'd say watch watch the second one or watch the fourth one. Like those are funny bad movies. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of like, eh. Um, yeah, like you said, what the the film stuff at the end that was really thrown in. Yeah, they're trying way too hard. That's why I said they're trying too hard to make him scary, like Leatherface. Like they have the freeze frames on him. It's not. That's not the point. <laughs> you know this. I, I felt bad for Leatherface. I I, I thought it was just a big baby. Way. Yeah, I like him as just a big baby because that's what he is. Yeah, a big <laughs> child. Uh, but at the same time, that's scary because when you direct the child in a direction, he's just like, okay, I'll fucking mm-hmm. kill this woman. I don't even mm-hmm. know what I'm doing. <laughs> like that's scary. That is scary. Yeah. You broke the door.
0: <laughs> that was a good scene.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they like yell at him. Like yeah. they treat Leatherface like shit. His family. <laughs>
3: yeah
1: <laughs> it's so much more interesting um so there's another one after text chainsaw i think 3d yeah which ones That's have with you alexander that, or left here uh yeah i think yeah, Texas Chainsaw
0: 3D. That's the next one. It's 2013. Well, right? the beginning is the 2006 Texas, the prequel oh to the G- Michael Bay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I don't just remember imagine, anything about I, it.
0: I didn't see it. And then yeah, Texas Chainsaw yeah. 3D. It's just literally called Texas Chainsaw 3D. 2013,
1: which is a bad title. Did you watch yeah. it? Yeah, it's oh. just shit. It's like a very bland <laughs> horror movie. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, they've got like. Yeah, it's just bad. I don't even it's yeah. you don't about want to that. talk about it, don't feel pressured.
3: It's just
0: bad.
1: And then there's Leatherface yeah,
0: in twenty seventeen. Yeah, that
1: one that I didn't see. I heard that one was bad too. Yeah, I think uh what I'm are the I'm IMDb curious. ratings
0: on that. Let's see.
1: Really well, but you know. I'm I, I, I like I like the tone. I, I just I would watch more of these. Yeah, the goofy tone. I don't mind that.
0: Texas Chainsaw Massacre twenty twenty one, apparently. Produced by uh Fede. Alvarez, who did uh, fucking Evil Dead remake, and what was that crocodile movie? Crocodile Dundee. Is that did he? No, Alexandra <laughs> Aja did that. Never mind. Um, let's see what else Fede has done. If, however, I produ- pronounce his name, he directed Don't Breathe and The Girl in the Spider's Web. Are you talking about Lake so Placid
1: when you said the crocodile movie? <laughs> No, I was talking about the newer yeah, one that Alexandra bending. Aja made, oh, okay. where it was like Sorry. Florida flooding, <laughs> I think and like Lake every Placid. character
0: that died was somebody that literally just showed up just to die in mm-hmm. that one scene. <laughs> you should watch Lake Placid. It's like it's like
1: Jaws except with a crocodile. Oh, I've <laughs> seen it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that would be very nostalgic to me. Actually, <laughs> it's just
0: with a if crocodile. If you ever want to recommend it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I, I, know, could, I could, could definitely watch that. That's definitely that on my alley. Recommend.
1: I remember the ending. I won't say it. It's like five sequels too. Oh shit! Yeah, so Fede
0: Alvarez is producing this new. Texas Chainsaw massacre and the director David Blue Garcia has done nothing he's directed a movie called Teano which nobody watched <laughs> okay all right I guess cool. there will be another Texas chainsaw massacre can not wait and I haven't seen any ads for it yeah like that's nobody weird does, right I feel like it's it being out next released year? this year I don't even know yeah but it's it weird I haven't heard anything about it oh my God on IMDb, it just says 2021 in parentheses internet. Maybe mm. that's not
2: accurate. <laughs> Maybe. It's a web show.
0: No, I'm, usually they say that for the home video release now. Mm. Like iTunes and stuff. I'd say like the film, the series uh-huh. as a whole, to... it lacks
1: it lacks consistency. It's not about like a continuing story or continuing characters. It's just about like, if you yeah. like that tone, just watch yeah. it. And each one is no like one completely different. as good as the Yeah, version. sure. <laughs> that too. Mm-hmm. But it's just, yeah, each one is completely different. And, you know, you, you see what you get. You'll, they'll have Leatherface in it. That's for sure. They also always have the old guy. The old guy's in everyone. The you know he stands still.
3: Oh,
0: yeah. mm-hmm. uh, apparently the the new one is an alternate continuity to the original film. So I guess a direct sequel to the '70s one.
1: Oh yeah, I feel like they did that <laughs> yeah. three times. pretending that we, like the other
0: sequels need. didn't mm-hmm. happen. Basically,
1: mm-hmm. that's what they did with Halloween. That's yeah, what we need. That's what we... <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Thanks for letting me recommend that.
2: Yeah, no, that was a real cool one. Thank you. Let's do some questions then from the Cast subreddit. There's a suggestion thread there where you can ask whatever question you'd like First to answer. CC Buddy R. Ryder is going to get us going. For Ralph slash Alex, who's your favorite Disney villain? For Adam, who's your second favorite Disney villain?
3: <laughs> oh, Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mm. Scar is pretty good. Disney specifically,
3: yeah,
2: they're known for their kind of villains, aren't they? Like for me, for me, Hades from Hercules. How- that's out it. Is one of the best. You got it. He's fucking amazing yeah. as far as like an animated character sure. designs concerned. Like when he yeah. gets angry, the blue flames turn red. He's so expressive. The yeah. the voice acting and everything, mm-hmm. and the design as well with the. The artist who did, like, the the Pink Floyd's The Wall stuff oh, cool. did the, yeah. the art direction for that movie, so it's got, like, a kind of weird tinge for a Disney movie. Yeah. A bit more creepy.
0: Not gonna I lie, really, checks really, really a couple like of Hades. the same boxes for me. <laughs>
2: is, uh... what, what, what are those, like, the voice and the...
0: Yeah, just, like, I don't know. What, what the, I like the kind of, like... I guess they both got, like, yellow eyes. <laughs> just mm, kind yeah. of, like, evil smile kind of in the like sarcastic personality sort of thing. Yeah, suave. I haven't seen the movie in a long time. <laughs> yeah. The voice is not as good for me, obviously.
1: Sure. I looked up a list of like Disney villains. Yeah, they they counted like there's some weird ones yeah. you won't count. Like Sid from Toy Story. <laughs> like that's a villain, I guess technically. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah if you want to throw Pixar in there.
1: The fucking
0: what's the lizard from Monsters Inc.
1: Oh Randall. the, Randall. Randall's good
2: Randall's amazing.
1: Sure, sure, okay. Does Marvel count then, as Disney? I like Loki, and I guess I, I would either say either if you him more hate like, like Disney classic animated <laughs> like I would say Captain Hook for me mm-hmm. I think that's yeah, my favorite that's a good one too yeah, Captain Hooks, probably. Ursula is probably Ursula's very memorable, yeah, little mermaid, yeah, just to mention a girl, yeah,
0: <laughs> I know some people probably want me to say Shere Khan or something, but nope, <laughs> voice sounds too yeah. old,
1: sorry. Oogie Boogie from uh, that's a good villain. Nightmare on uh, what is it? Yeah, actually, Nightmare Ugy Before Boogie's Christmas is a real good one. Mm-hmm,
2: I'm sorry. I like um, I can't remember his name in The Incredibles. The like kid, um, the, the Alvin and the Chipmunks guy. Syndrome. Syndrome. That's his name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. syndrome's great. Yeah, I like. I think that's a cool villain.
1: <laughs> yeah. Syndrome is good. Yeah.
0: All right. I couldn't pick one, but you got a couple. So. Uh,
1: Darth Vader. <laughs> but, like
3: i mean it wasn't
0: a i, I like <laughs> not back then i guess yeah i guess it's a disney kylo villain. ren yeah.
1: If you want to stretch it. yeah kylo ren's okay it's definitely the best part of those new ones for sure like not even a doubt oh, okay. kylo ren <laughs> darth maul <laughs> um <laughs> oh yeah his cool lightsaber and no character aside from count
2: that. Dooku. that's my choice
1: he had a cool lightsaber too it had like a little looked like a comma you know like Mm -hmm. (laughs) most lightsabers are straight his was like his was kind of slanted like flaccid (laughs) great great writing george lucas
2: um i guess seeing as this will be coming out in october we should have a horror related one Uh, m night needs an oscar left this saying what's the best popcorn horror film a movie that delivers on scares and tension but doesn't necessarily push the envelope with filmmaking okay See, what flashes in my head is, like, the first saw. I think it's perfect for this kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. quick, snappy. It's, it's,
1: it's, it's sure. before it
2: turned into, like, gore porn. And I actually, actually gave a shit about scaring you a little bit, building up an atmosphere.
1: Sure. Adam, you recommended uh, Drag Me to Hell. I really like that. I, yeah. I count that as one of those. It's like not, gra- not yeah. groundbreaking, a but it's really entertaining, great, horror. Yeah, movies. that's a really good one. Yeah, and, you know, not rated R, which is unconventional, too. You know... If I were to say
0: popcorn horror, there's I'm I might be pushing the genres a little bit, but One Cut of the Dead is fucking awesome. Okay, there's my answer. And if you're gonna watch mm-hmm. it, anybody who's listening, do not search up anything about it. All you need to know is that it is a single take zombie film where you're supposed to keep watching after the credits, and that's all I'm gonna say. Neither of you have watched that. Have Interesting.
1: You? No. I will watch it. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, not yet. Noted. Yeah, a lot of those great horror movies were like game changers.
3: You know.
2: Yeah, that's it's hard I'm to pick one. Trying to focus like, more on the part like Silence of the Lambs, angle. like
1: that's games like American Psycho, Alien, the thing, like those are all those all have even the Dead, like that had a huge impact, I feel. Scream. <laughs> like these are all great. Like I can't I can't name one. It's like
2: what about you know, like just fun. It, it follows or something along those lines. Sure, it's it follows. maybe um, for its time. But you know, not... don't
1: breathe. Don't breathe is that's a good a, one. Yeah, I, like I mean, that's, there's that's some memorable. That's like shit, what a I? conventional horror movie should be like. It's not great, but yeah. at least it's yeah, like yeah, it, it hits all the check marks and it's entertaining, right?
2: Yeah, there's some there's some memorable parts about Did it. Did you see they've like made a sequel? Like Don't Breathe Two like came out like the other week or something. Yeah, I didn't watch Which it. One? It's a weird one to make a, a sequel to Don't Breathe. I read the premise. Oh, yeah, I <laughs> yeah, wanted it's to about see that. the blind guy, like, going to save a girl or something. Like, weird premise. I don't know what it's yeah, like. Yeah,
1: no the, the bad guy's, like, the good guy in the, in the second one. Yeah, the guess that's guy. the spin. Yeah, that's, like, the spin. He has to, like, rescue someone. <laughs> um, weird,
2: considering that what he gets up to in that first one. but
1: You know, the, the collector in the collection? I just thought of that.
2: Oh, those yeah, are, yeah.
3: Those are those fun. Those are popcorn. Like oh, of, yeah. Like, <laughs> this is like killing. I forgot that those <laughs> existed. Goofy as fuck. Those are really fun. Yeah. I
1: remember, Adam, you took a picture of like, your brother or something, and he's got like the collector mask on or whatever it looked like. <laughs> oh, I, <don't laughs> I remember. I remember tweeting that at you. That was really funny. <laughs> I, I really haven't fun. thought about the
2: collector in so many years, man. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that was a good one. I like the collection and the collector. Those are very campy. Fucking like, those aren't like, high art, but they're cube? funny cube mm-hmm. is great holy shit yeah. i yeah. love cube like yeah, you know go. not uh, not like uh not like i don't know the exorcist but <laughs> <laughs> it's up <Yeah>. there <laughs> canadian you know? movie it's fun. it's like a good it's a really good concept and it's it makes great use of like that one set like the whole thing yeah. in that one fucking set and it's just, like it's how they mm-hmm. use the lighting and how they use the the, the actors and the characters really yeah. that that makes it work like that's a great horror movie for sure yeah, awesome they make great body, use of those limitations. Yeah, next question.
2: Proud asparagus, 1934 has has a sad one for me. So, do you guys think Ralph's going to win the bet? Sony and Andy Serkis have been saying it will happen for a while now, and Tom Hardy is wearing a far-from-home hat in a photo so he could be in that film. We'll
0: cross that bridge um, when so we come this to this is referencing... the guys owe me yeah, money, I think. It's, Some it's okay, if you want to see a conclusion to this bet, just you find that original clip of the exact words we used, and just hang <laughs> yeah, on to it, and then when two it happens... Like fucking when it like happens, two years we will ago. settle. Right?
3: <laughs> yeah, I, ages ago now. Yeah, we have to...
0: Re- I... I I don't care about it, so I keep forgetting what the specifics of the bet are. So if you listening, no, I think I'm want to just here. hang on to that clip for a while. Then sure.
1: Can someone just find it for me? One of our fucking like, how many listeners do we have? Someone <laughs> fucking post. We have, it have at least three, so three listeners watching. I think someone did pl- that already. I didn't even From, watch it. In but my mind, it, it sits
2: as me saying that Venom, Tom Hardy Venom, will never be in the MCU. And if he's in this new Spider-Man, then I'm wrong, and I've and I'd lose the <laughs> bet. Yeah. Man, I know. Like, 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 when I watched, like, but...
1: listen to Spill or whatever, like, back in the day or whatever, yeah, I, yeah. I memorized everything. Like, I know every fucking episode for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, if one of our listeners can't fucking go back to that clip, then, you know, maybe it's we should just end there. this podcast. I'll find it. Yeah. <laughs> find yeah, it. I'm not feeling good about it. I
2: think, I'm, I think I'm screwed this time.
1: I could find, like, the exact clip of, like, Corey saying something. Like, it's Spill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I memorized everything. Uh,
2: Dung porn alt is an interesting one.
1: Interesting name.
2: <laughs> yeah, out of all the top movie lists, Sound and Sight, AFI's Top 100, 1001 Movies You Must See Before You Die, IMDb Slash Letterbox Top Lists, etc. Which one do you think is most accurate on listening? Sorry, on listing what should be considered the best movies of all time?
0: Fuck. Do you have any of these huh. open? <laughs> what
1: are these again? Um, I
2: actually <laughs> have the One Thousand and One Movies like book. Um, yeah yeah there's a new one coming
1: out with like a brad pitt on the cover as cliff booth yeah i I ordered it
2: yeah i'd say that one's like pretty pretty damn good to be honest it's pretty expensive. i mean it
0: would Um, have to cover a lot if there's one thousand (laughs) and one yeah true
2: um Mm that's a lot a lot of the recommended movies on Sardonicus that often are in that in that book too um And I I used to would have, like, point at the IMDb list, like, once upon a time, a few decades ago. Well, a decade ago, it was okay. It was a good, like, sort of starting point to jump into some of the biggest, more important movies you might know. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. we mention it again and again. It's getting more and more diluted as more new movies come out and the scores all kind of fuck it up and the ratings of everything. But Letterboxd, I suppose, is a bit more consistent for that stuff.
0: There's still a lot of movies I would need to see before I would ever feel confident about making that kind There's of There's still a list. lot of letterbox
1: yeah. movies that have weird ratings.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, for that? sure. Yeah. What did you guys do when you were first, like, trying to find what you wanted to see, you know? Because it's like a lot of people hmm. don't... You mentioned it earlier, I think. like I had a Microsoft
0: Word document <laughs> <laughs> on mm. my computer in, like, 2006 that I would just add things to, but I didn't take... I didn't get, like, a whole like list from someone else and add add everything to it it was just slowly you know someone would recommend something and i'd add it to it or i'd see a trailer or a poster a lot of what i wound up watching when i was younger was literally just from me walking through a video store looking at titles and then just writing down like some of the dvd covers like oh that looks interesting a lot of Mm -hmm. movies that i really enjoyed i found Mm -hmm. through that and then obviously as the internet grew and it became more commonplace and imdb and you know All that shit, it became a lot easier for me to find things, you know. Criterion released Hausu, and I looked at the poster on the Criterion website, I was like, that looks fucking cool. And I watched it and one of my favorite movies, you know. So
1: Mm -hmm. right, right.
3: Yeah.
2: These uh these top movie lists are just playing with fire though, like like when Empire puts them out, whatever it half feels like it's just just to annoy people a lot of the time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Do tell. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like really like what are you going to put in the top 100 if it's only a hundred like a thousand yeah you have a lot more room but hundreds like you're going to be leaving stuff out that's just going to annoy people and that's just always yeah. what it turns into just people mocking them and pulling them apart yeah
1: the, the book i got is 500 so it's a little more yeah,
0: more yeah yeah, that's, yeah when you only include a hundred and then you include some that are just like kind of sh- remember that uh best actors list that we went over and it was like who was <laughs> yeah, in that yeah. it was like Keanu Reeves and there was a couple other like really I think Denzel yeah. Washington, was, Washington was, was like
2: the number on one of all <laughs> right. time yeah it was Melissa <laughs> McCarthy too
1: Denzel Washington's a good actor I like Keanu Reeves he's not a great actor though Keanu like, Reeves in Francis the top Dormit, Daniel Day-Lewis Marlon Brando
0: I think it was even like top 50 actors of all time I think it was something yeah, stupid like, like that
1: I'd yeah, say Daniel Day-Lewis by far is number one and like Meryl Streep is up there and like all these fucking people that are that like Keanu Reeves Tom Cruise really
0: yeah I don't know because like if I'm looking at especially a top 100 list I'm scrolling through this one mm. on Empire right now Avengers Assemble is on it interesting but other than it's just I'm looking at all of these I'm like these are all just the ones that are on everyone's list. If if somebody, if mm-hmm, a publication mm-hmm. makes a top 100 movies, these are just the same movies from the, like, I don't see anything unique about this. So what's the point? I guess the point is for people <laughs> who don't know the top 250 on IMDb exists or something. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Interstellar. That's a weird one.
1: Well, there's some life variety. Well, Interstellar. That's a good one. Like, that's a interesting choice. I think that's really interesting because it's more recent, you know? Yeah. I love that movie. I think it's great to put in just, I don't know. 100 but you're right it's usually like it's usually the godfather like citizen kane pulp fiction yeah like i can
0: read them all out these are just yeah, really casablanca. obvious taxi driver seven yeah, the big yeah. lebowski of casablanca course. the good bad and the ugly heat terminator 2 yeah. matrix like these are all just yeah, the movies watch that, those. The, I mean, sure. yeah, that, those are great you should
1: see these movies for sure those are the it's classics like, right but like what what else is there right like i'm looking for some a little more now yeah just count lord of the rings <laughs> as one movie jesus uh, Look at taking up three spots no. on this list they have the Dark Knight trilogy on this list Yeah, Dark Knight for sure Raiders, um,
0: Goodfellas, Pulp Fiction, Shawshank Dark Knight, Empire, Godfather Yeah,
1: Shawshank the way to win. I'd say Godfather is the best And then Goodfellas and Pulp Fiction But like everyone yeah. has that like,
3: <laughs> But you know, those yeah, are also You I mean know, those,
1: those are great list, movies like... like you can't really argue
0: <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't have a lot of issues with that Empire list It's just the list that people do If there was something on there, like, I don't know, like Pixar's Inside Out would trigger me a little or something. I'm just trying to think of one where, like, I don't know, precious or. (laughs)
1: Precious. Yeah, that's a little (laughs) pretentious. But, you know, I feel like for the most part, it's fine. It's just like, whatever they, you know, whatever. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah, no strong
0: feelings. Yeah, I don't really have strong
1: feelings about it. I just. There should be a more you like unique less like top hundred action movies maybe top hundred horror movies so you just yeah get more variety and like yeah. what Genre the quality and like genres are very different like Texas Chainsaw if if those same qualities were in like a drama it might not work as much but in a horror film it really works yeah it, it's just like you know very mm-hmm. different it, it's like um the Oscars or whatever <laughs> when they just like nominate best movie or whatever. Even though the Golden Globes got a fucking ton of criticism, yeah, it's so broad. Ton of criticism. I fucking hate the Golden Globes. So like, at least they go do like comedy and drama. Like at least they acknowledge <laughs> it's different. I feel like I would be
0: pretty confident making like a a list of like top X movies you might not have heard of from the year like 2010 to 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I'll keep inching back to like I don't know, like yeah, 2007 to 2021. Any any year that I've done a list video that I'm like pretty confident about. Finding some some real uh, yeah. le, true hidden gems sort of things.
2: Some gems, yeah, yeah,
0: And I feel like a list like that might actually be useful to some people, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for sure. I guess it's just opinion.
2: Okay. Al Pacinus says, have you ever lost a friend because of a movie? Either because you laughed at a movie they found serious or endearing, or being insulted by the fact that they enjoyed a certain piece of media and vice versa.
1: I had a friend who talked during a movie. I didn't see them anymore after that. They
0: were really- <laughs> <laughs> like one of those, like constantly
1: talk. like... Yeah, he was just like shout out jokes. Like, I don't know. Like the aliens were bleeding. He so says, like, jizz or something. Like, oh, what is that, jizz? Like, dumb shit. Like, oh, yeah. it's so annoying. Shut read the, fuck the room. Up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Read the room. Yeah. It's like a movie theater. <laughs>
0: yeah. There, I was. In I was kind of dating a person, and they showed me riding the bus with my sister, and they were like really seriously emotionally into it, and I was like trying my goddamn hardest, but it was so fucking oh, no. awful, and I was just like I can't. That's pretty. Hilarious. It's like so funny though. <laughs> Rosie <really> O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if anybody's curious, I made a review <laughs> on it a while back. So, yeah, uh, yeah, riding I the saw, bus with I my saw sister. I saw the review. It's, it's such a, such she a is
1: not point. a convincing, not a convincing like. <laughs> disabled person oh, for sure it's, like, such, it's, not... it's such a funny movie <laughs> it's, it's mostly really boring funny, but... actually it's just to see yeah. someone not act well just to see like the acting i mean like from rosie o'donnell like she's clearly not disabled but she's like ah, oh yeah blah, blah. Like, the whatever. way she <laughs> like, is just so oh insane. that's not good acting that's actually kind of offensive yeah. like why are you <laughs> blah, blah, blah. like whatever <laughs> it's so weird yep <laughs> i'm not even gonna tell i i could <laughs> yeah. probably replicate yeah. it but i'm not gonna <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just not like why would you
3: yeah there is something uniquely in...
2: horrible about when you're like sat down to watch something um and like the person you're watching with isn't <laughs> doesn't feel the same way or like, yeah it's the total opposite when you
0: hype it up a little
2: yeah yeah, yeah. I've, n- I've never like lost mm. a friend or anything because of it it's just more of a case of, yeah like, same if someone says their favorite movie is like <laughs> Brothers or something then i probably just won't bring it up or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um Yeah. One thing that does kind of pop into my mind is like a weird, what's the best way to describe it? I like lost a friend for reasons that were like, was like quite religious, like really mm-hmm. heavily religious. And that came in the way, I guess. Um, yeah. But it was just like weird to me because he like was obsessed with Halo, <laughs> the video game Halo and the franchise Halo. I just thought it was ironic considering what the like games are about and it, yeah. like, that love never <laughs> left him it's just quite weird that is kind of
0: funny mm-hmm. well i don't know if funny is the right word but <laughs> i suppose there's humor
1: <laughs> to it okay yeah this can't get over rosie O'Donnell. i know <laughs> So. Man. there's nothing worse than like well music's the same way like any kind of performance trying to replicate yeah. that it's very difficult performance mm-hmm. to pull off was well, music this
2: year uh, sorry Cause i keep thinking about music yeah <laughs> remember music oh that, yeah music. okay sorry that's
0: you were talking about the film yeah oh yeah it's yeah, so yeah. difficult yeah music see yeah, us music. music and even then you're you, uh, yeah. you could be talking Cia, about True. true. Yeah, sure. i didn't even realize you could it was be talking about terrible it. it. title yeah, oh, terrible title fucking i didn't even think about that way too oh, that's broad. So yeah that's that, so that does yeah. invoke <laughs> Uh, riding the bus with my sister. I think I did make that comparison.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's yeah, just this one scene sure. from that movie that I, I keep revisiting because it's so funny oh, to me. Yeah. It's one of the like musical numbers where the the guy who like holds down music to calm her down yeah. has like a musical number where he's on like a treadmill with like the David Byrne big suit on. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. It really tickles me for some reason whenever I watch it. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It's
1: so bad. <laughs> it's so I, I have family members and friends who I love or, you know, autistic <laughs> mm-hmm. or whoever. Mm-hmm. And I, I love them so much. Um, But like, when you see it in a movie and it's just like some guy going ba ba ba, like a really bad actor it's it's fucking terrible it's not convincing at all especially when you have experience Mm -hmm. with that kind of thing Mm -hmm. with those people sure yeah of course
2: but dumb johnson asks this oh great simple (laughs) favorite swear word or phrase
1: Mm. i say <laughs> I, I've, wa- I've watched deadwood oh, yeah? recently they say cocksucker a lot It's a mm. fucking i say piss fun. never really Nicole, used that like, much. i say piss
0: more average piss? than the or sorry more than the average human,
1: human.
0: <laughs> it just comes up
1: how about comes shit out sometimes. i like shit i say shit a lot piece of shit holy yeah. shit son of a shit and then fuck shit and fuck are my favorite
0: Piss is one of those ones that not a lot of other people use as frequently, and if I'm playing a video game
2: on stream, it just comes out. Which one, sorry, mm-hmm. piss?
1: Piss. Just just exclaiming, Oh, yeah, piss! yeah.
2: Nah, piss is a big one.
1: Piss is a good... But it's tame. I like shit and fuck. Those are hardcore. Yeah, fuck <laughs> has a certain <laughs>
2: energy behind it that nothing else can match to me. Just a good fuck.
1: British people can say cunt. Australian uh, people. Yeah, true. Only British
2: uh, That was more of Australian. a... And Australian people, yeah. You're more into that in like mm-hmm. secondary school. as You just every other word is oh it's real bad. Um
0: Yeah. Also, fag. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can't uh, say that. One's <laughs> secondary school yeah.
2: yeah. Um,
0: you're the you're the one person that can't say it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny.
2: That's our privilege. Yeah, just saying Jesus, like just saying Jesus Christ, blaspheming. Quite yeah. like that. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. Christ.
1: Jesus apparently blasphemous Yeah, <laughs> yeah like you don't—you wouldn't think Jesus Christ is a bad like a uh, swear mm-hmm. But it, it is so just by like, the way to so use it. the Lord's name in vain in any way like some people get really offended Yeah,
0: by it's a weird one. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, because some people think hell is a mm-hmm.
0: swear word also That's weird. That's I'm like a location right. hell is <laughs> like,
1: That's like a such a low <laughs> for me. That's such a low like that's a one out of ten I know, but hell. Like, there's it's so some tame. Like, people. you hear that in Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Like, Will Smith is hell. Like, that's how tame it is. You know, it's so tame.
2: Actually, yeah. The, like, the religious words, like, adding holy before shit does make it something new and fresh. A like, holy shit. It does mm-hmm. kind of hit different to mm-hmm. just a normal
1: mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well,
0: good thing this is at the end of the podcast and not the first 30 seconds, or we'd be demonetized. Because <laughs> that makes a <laughs> difference. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh, fuck shit. <laughs> fuck, fuck. <laughs> yeah
0: swear words are fun but they you know I don't know they have as much power as you give them I've always kind of had that mentality you know like if nobody freaks out about them they don't mean anything it's not magic this isn't a curse I know we call them curse words but it's not an actual fucking curse okay Mm. (laughs) grow up (laughs) their words Mm. sure words have context you can be offensive in certain contexts and others but even if you ignore you know like it What's more offensive, somebody saying "fag" or somebody saying "I don't believe gay people should have rights"? Right? You can say that. You can say more offensive things without using like a word out of context. I've always kind of had that mentality, mm. but you can't win them all. And some people mm. are sensitive, and so I just try not to be rude. So
2: yeah, the more sure. you like break down language, the more just God it gets complicated.
0: Yeah, exactly. And like as we've already mentioned, "cunt" means something incredibly different depending on what country yeah. you're in, and also "fag."
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Edgar Wright said, cunt in an interview. It's not even anything. To yeah. <laughs> really, <that's funny. laughs> but, like, but like an American saying that, like their career would be over. Like, um, I imagine a politician saying it or some shit like that. Like, it's just not, yeah, it's yeah. not the same. Yeah. It's so weird.
2: Maybe yeah. Politicians say, what, pussy?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well,
0: yeah. My, my prime minister did blackface. <laughs> so, Fuck. And he is elected for the third term. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, Jesus. no one's perfect,
3: you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> We're bringing it back. <laughs> All right, that was a good last question. Yeah, like the, when the president talks like like the the saloon owner in Deadwood. Yeah. <laughs> We've, got, we've all we've got really funny leaders in our
0: countries right now. <laughs> all three yeah. of us. Yeah. There's there's some oh, amusement. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, Trump. Like but he Wallace didn't win. Character. Biden didn't win the election though. Sorry, I won't go there. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's the <laughs> well, a of the Joe Republican Joe party. a few
1: but, years yeah. when he's out. <laughs> Biden's yeah, kind of funny yeah. too. Biden yeah. is funny. He falls asleep.
0: Sleepy Joe.
1: <laughs> I don't mind Biden. I I more I don't mind him. Yeah. I will say like I don't mind him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right told right great last mm-hmm. question he's tolerable i think it's
0: time for a uh recommendation from alex
2: so yes my recommendation and i wanted to keep in the horror theme um i I, I, I kind of want to recommend a double bill but i don't want to push it um, that's
0: fine we can do we can do double bill sure
2: i just think it would make sense as all if it, it might make sense if i say sure. the movies so, that. It's actually a director. We've covered a fair few of his movies on the show, but this is one of my favorites from him, that being Peter Jackson's Brain Dead. Fuck
1: yeah. Never seen And it. what's the other one?
2: Well, I've never seen Bad Taste, but it okay. is like a horror comedy in a similar vein. I feel like maybe putting them together would make sense. For, sure. For like, a horror one, too.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'll How watch both of them. Better. Sure. I've seen Brain Dead. The Blu-ray is very... Difficult to get, but I got one. It's also, also, this is very important. Alternate title is Dead Alive. So you might find it under that. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it's Dead Space mm-hmm. Alive. Sometimes it's yeah. Dead Dash Alive. But, and sometimes yeah. it's brain dead. So you might have a difficult yeah, time yeah. finding the movie, but there's only one cut of it, I think. Yeah, that's yeah, weird. I don't I know. That. Sometimes it titles from, get changed. Is it because he's from, from New Zealand?
1: Distribution from... thing. From... Uh,
2: yeah, who knows?
1: Yeah, like in New Zealand, it had different yeah. title, maybe? Yeah. Never seen Bad taste. Yeah, cool.
2: Either. So Brain Dead, Dead Alive, and Bad Taste.
0: Perfect. Okay, awesome. Excellent. Excite. Hype. Damn. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Ooh. If you don't want to be spoiled for Brain Dead and Bad Taste, <laughs> watch them before the next episode. These episodes come out every two weeks, uh, but you can listen to them early as they're edited. Uh, if you go to sardonicast.com and sign up for premium, only $2 a month. That's like 50 cents a week. And also, we didn't bombard you with a bunch of. Uh, sponsorships you listen to other podcasts they do that also patreon.com slash sardonicast (laughs) and uh, we got merch so maybe get that christmas is coming do your shopping early and then yeah for anybody expecting us to cover venom let there be carnage we might not all be able to see it by next episode so probably the episode after just because of the different releases in different countries sort of thing so be patient about that one and we should be able to do it by the episode after next one. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. Happy Shrek. Don't get chainsawed. Thank you all. <laughs> Bye-bye. <Okay>. Bye-bye, <laughs> buddy. Bye.
1: Take care. <laughs>